0: Number one Star Wars, number two comics, number three Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, number four Mario, number five Weird Al, number six Batman, number seven Cal, number eight The Simpsons, number nine TV, number ten every single band that I stole all their MP3s back before they all sold out. Stay it all together, you with me now? Nerd's ruin everything. Say, nerd's ruin
1: everything.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to Nerd's Ruin Everything. I'm Logan. And I'm Adam And we're still alive and kicking <laughs> so. Yes we are Yes we are uh, uh, <laughs> I take full responsibility
0: <laughs> Oh man come on now Like we, we we know that this is just This is just what had to happen man Like I mean you know yeah, We're back Like
2: That was way longer than I end- I was like ah, we'll miss like a week <laughs> And then it was just like No wait this is a nightmare <laughs> Moving sucks I've had to do pretty much everything by myself and I, <laughs> I just had no time. So, yep. but I'm officially moved. Hopefully things, you know, even out and we're back on a, uh, some kind of schedule. So, um, so we're going to talk about what <laughs> there's a lot of shit that we haven't talked about. Oh my but, God.
1: So much shit. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I mean, to no one's surprise, and we're, we won't, we might get into it later. But to no one's surprise, David Zaslav is a giant piece of shit. Like, yes, and maybe well, more so than we ever thought. <laughs> and we could add Bob Iger to that shit. Now yeah, too. Like, yeah. I mean,
0: like it. It was. I mean, you know, all billionaires, right? Like, like I'm rooting for a scenario where where Elon Musk and uh, and um, as Mark Zuckerberg lose in a cage match, I don't yeah. know how it would be impossible. It'd be like that Rocky, the Rocky three ending, where or Rocky four ending, where no, it's Rocky three, where Apollo uh, like, the, yeah. the
1: the
0: the fists yes. hitting like, each other, like that's exactly what, like uh, the one I I had just realized recently after watching that the Cap Iron Man fight was modeled after that one <laughs> moment, like yeah. it all builds up to that one moment where it's like impossible um you know strength
2: versus strength equal it's so so, it's so funny because it's already off on a tangent Um, it's okay (laughs) it's so funny because that moment in the movie is taken directly from the cover of a comic which is like you said a reference to that rocky moment (laughs) Yeah. so like it's like the snake eating its tail um Anyway, the the big thing, well, maybe not so big, but the thing we missed that I really, really wanted to talk about mm-hmm. is Indiana Jones and the Dollar of Destiny. Because yes. you saw it opening week, and I, I put it off because I was going to go see it with my dad, and it just never worked out. I finally uh, just took myself to go see it, um, and I've been dying to talk to you about it because we have not discussed anything like i don't even know how you feel about the movie so, yeah so hit um, me with what you thought about indiana jones and the dollar destiny
0: okay so i'm uh, like okay so like here's the thing this
2: is like a great
0: conversation about about where we are as critics there's no there's no more i like the movie it's either i hate it or i love it right there's no in between with people and i feel like I really really like the movie. I don't love it, but I really like the movie and it's it but it's not okay so like here's the thing is that I I I I I told somebody that this is a movie where I feel like Mangold made all the right moves that he had to but it's it it, it God, how can I put it like he made all the right moves and all the right decisions. It's just certain things. Worked really, really well, and other things were just like, okay, they're functional. Um, He did not make an Indiana Jones movie. He made a Howard Hawks slash James Bond movie from 19 late 1960s. That's what he did. Like, yeah like there's no qualms about that like I watch that movie and I go this is a 1960s adventure movie it feels like it it has the pace of a it has this weird kind of fast and leisurely pace um where characters like kind of interact in a way that they do in a 1960s movie um but it has that kind of weird aesthetically feel feel of like an outside adventure movie which, I know sounds weird, but it's very different than what Spielberg was referencing. It's like Mangold got a chance to make an indie film and he went, oh, okay, so Spielberg and Lucas were inspired by the serials and they made something that had that kind of flavor. Um, And then Spielberg, the last thing he did was he wanted to make a 1950s wonky wild ass sci-fi movie. So that's what he did with the last movie. I kind of want to make a old man adventure movie and that's what he did and we got everything involved with an old man adventure movie right um which i say again is not a bad thing and i'm not downing it in any way i liked it a lot the more i think about it the more i like it like things like doing the underwater stuff underwater is kind of great right Mm -hmm. but um the the stuff that i had the biggest umbrage with was (laughs) The AI stuff, well, obviously I'm a fucking luddite, right? Um, I'm always talking about how I like, like I don't the like de aging. De-aging, yeah, and it's not even the de aging because as soon as the bomb drops, it gets a hundred times better for some reason. It was the voice. Them, you, why them not,
2: didn't they change the voice? <laughs> that's I a
0: hundred percent wanted to know that because, and it was also they were doing comedy bits that I didn't feel felt like what. Indy would have done in those situations and so it felt all awkward until the bomb like it literally was like when the bomb went off in the thing it, everything instantly got better because he was on the move so it wasn't so clear I, I don't know like that was the only part like it's the part of the film that I really feel like I really loved once it got going but also I was like man this is there's some trouble here there's just weirdness Um. so that's that's my like initial take of it It, it's that last moment is a sock in the fucking gut i will say that much um it was something i was not expecting because of the way that the the film you kind of like when you look back on it you're like oh yeah you know what i should have expected that but the and the build up to everything but it was like it was the kind of weird reference to spielberg's not schmaltziness like i know that spielberg is accused of that but a bit of his sentimentality, which I don't think is a bad thing. And that moment was kind of earned. Like he earned Yeah,
2: that's the only part in the movie that I think you're talking about, which we should have said full on spoilers. It's been a few weeks and it doesn't seem like this movie's lighting anybody up. Yeah. Lighting anything up box box office wise. I'm assuming, assuming if you've seen it, if you wanted to see it, you've seen it. Um you're talking about the 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 end with Marion right yeah like yeah, yeah I I think it is the only Spielbergian part of this movie I, I I think you're you're on point there um the rest of it yeah it does very much feel like Howard Hawks stuff um you could take Indiana Jones out of this movie insert um you know any aging action star hell sylvester stallone uh, and make this like old school kind of classic adventure movie and it it doesn't you know but and and that's not necessarily a bad thing i guess no you know
0: it's not i mean it is and it isn't i mean like that's the thing is that it's not an indiana jones like it doesn't feel like does it feel like an indiana jones because it didn't feel
2: like an indiana jones film to me except for like the opening moment and even that
0: didn't really (laughs) feel like
2: it in as much as like six days seven nights feels like an indiana jones movie because it stars harrison ford
0: (laughs) so Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly like um i mean this is a movie that after that happens um the opening moment is old man old man indy like in his boxer shorts like like being awoken by hippies um in his apartment building like running downstairs and like knocking off, like literally the get off my lawn moment, like to say Indy is old and he's by himself, like yeah, like there's just no ifs ands or buts about this. He's done it, like you know, um,
2: it's kind, kind of. of I, oh, go ahead, no, no, I, please. I the one thing about the beginning, I'll say is mm-hmm. I I agree some of the de aging stuff really, it it's it's. Better than what we've seen in like I love Rogue One, but every time they linger on Tarkin, it's oh god, yeah, it 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 like does something to my soul. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like no, 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 no. It's it, it's like seeing a zombie. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're just like oh fuck, what is this? Um, <clears throat> I don't think this is anything. Nearly that uh, egregious. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, the voice thing. I'm with you forever. Will be like, we've we've been able to pitch voices up and down and manipulate them for not years, not uh, decades on decades. Yep. <laughs> we've been able to do this. I don't understand why. Just pitch it down or, or pitch it up a little. To sound just younger. Like there's yep. no way. 26 year old Indiana Jones. Sounded like. 75 year old Indiana Jones. <laughs> no it did not. Uh, <laughs> um, um, it, it just. It blows my mind. But. I, I So I say all that to say this. And I don't think this is on anybody's mind. But I wish it was. It had me. Thinking Like fuck they have this huge property this is probably ford's last like bite at this Mm -hmm. but is there enough there that we could have an animated series yeah that's
0: that was my thought well it's not going to be animated in the way that we that that people are going to think that it's animated i think that we are going to get a level of i think that that's so like this is where where we're probably going to get into this conversation about why sag is fighting so hard right now and why they went uh they they went to the picket lines is because I think that there's somewhere because there was an interview <laughs> with with Ford about how they did this, and Lucas like his 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 very calm kind of well Lucasfilm has an archive of, of my likeness like not just from like you know they they digitally scanned every single piece of film that they ever did of me like okay so guys think about this Lucasfilm owns. The Indiana Jones property, like they, they it's under their shell, Lockstock. They literally have miles and miles of of footage from Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, all three Indiana, all four Indiana Jones movies of Harrison Ford and his likeness in different various angles that they've scanned in. So I think that we are going to get not just a series, but we're going to get a series of movies with de aged like Harrison Ford, like whatever Harrison Ford wants to do. Like he's just not saying it, but they're going to squeeze, they're going to, they're going to, they're definitely going to squeeze this. They're going to definitely squeeze this cow and see how much milk they can get out of it. Not just here, but I'm fairly certain that. The reason why Air to the Empire is pushed out, like regardless of the strike and stuff, is pushed out to 2026, 2027, is because they're wa- they're they're working on the de aging things to get all three of our main Star Wars characters back, including Carrie Fisher. And it's kind of the saddest thing <clears throat> to me because yeah. I'm like, like it was Dial of Destiny just a dry run, like that 30-minute section is a dry run for let's see if it's capable that we can actually get Indiana. Like, because what I understand is they took Harrison Ford, like they, they took like that section of the movie is literally supposed, would have been the indie movie that we should have gotten in 1991, 1992. If we went by the whole thing of like three to four years, every Indiana Jones movies was uh, Indiana Jones movie was supposed to happen. It's like, that was like, circa 1990 like it's like in the middle of the war right so like indiana jones always plays outside of the actual war like even on last crusade it's 1939 it's like the eve of war this would be him inside of the war that we talked about like he's a colonel in special services and stuff doing spy shit this is what his that's that time right um I could totally see them fucking doing, like you said, like an animated series, but like being a hyper, hyper realistic animated series. Right. Like yeah. a la Avatar, yeah. um, because it's all a dry run for Air to the Empire. The, the, the like, like I guarantee you that Air to the Empire's TV series will have de-aged Mark Hamill, George uh, Harrison Ford. I mean, we've already gotten the de-aged Mark Hamill. So. Yeah, we have. And it's gotten better, guys. Like, I went back again, and it <clears throat> looks like it got a little bit better. Like, every couple of years, they go back and they, they tweak that shit with... Or every, it seems like like every single time they have like a, a virtual update on that stupid show. And yeah. Mark Hamill seems to get... It's not a stupid show, but he seems to get better. Like, the look of it gets better and better. It doesn't look so jaunty. Um, so, yeah. No. Like, absolutely. Your thoughts? Like, are you, are you thinking the same thing?
2: I mean... I, I, I would, I would prefer a somewhat traditional animated Indiana Jones adventure over yeah. that, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I this sound, it sounds so weird. I but I, I've listened to uh, like so much stuff on the mm-hmm. de aging in Indiana Jones. I I think. Once the actors pass on. That's my line in the sand. I think firmly mm-hmm. that's my line in the sand. I don't like. That they brought Grandma off Tarkin back. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. Th- there's ways around that. You can reference him. I, I don't like that you have this full on interactive scene. With a guy who's been dead. For half my life. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it, it's It's upsetting. So. Uh, the D de- D age Carrie Fisher. I, I'm I'm not. So correct me if I'm wrong. She was there for Rogue One and was like a not a body double one for one, but like she was there during the process. So the fact that she's in the end of Rogue One is it it doesn't look great, but it isn't wholly upsetting. Yes Bringing her it, back from the dead Like that though is going to be Upsetting to me well, Yes
0: No 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 absolutely Like I well we already know What's going to happen we know they're going to use her daughter As a reference point like, yeah.
2: and, like I can already see it It's the worst Which That might be thing. what they did in Rogue One uh, no, I, they I, actually.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, go ahead uh, No no I was just to say I watched the behind the scenes and it was another
2: actress But Carrie
0: okay. Fisher came in uh, she came in and did the, the, um, she did the reference points for the voices and for the yeah. looks, uh, from what I understand they they, they did like, you know, like her, she wasn't on set, but then she came back, she did ILM like scan work and like, you know, like, uh, like facial scans and like, um uh, expressions. And then she did the, she did the lines and then they deep faked her, her, like, which again, fucking weird that Indiana Jones didn't, but Okay. Uh, they just deep faked her voice and pulled from uh, various sources to get a deep fake version of Gary Fisher and did the the line through, yeah. through all that weird equalized shit.
2: Um, you, you even have four movies of Harrison Ford saying so much shit that you could just be like, okay, this is his voice over here from the first few Indiana Jones movies. We need yeah. to make this match this. So let's just pitch it up until we're 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 right there, and and, and nothing like it's it is true. It is the most baffling part of that movie for me. Yeah, <laughs> like um, so the I, the the story. I want I want to ask you about what you thought about uh, not really even the story, the the time travel. That, um, that it works for you.
1: I well.
0: Not really. Like okay. It, it, like okay. So like if I go back and like the okay, it's the problem that they justify it too much in the movie because you literally have Indy sitting there talking about all of his adventures that he's done right before we time travel. I don't necessarily need that. I kind of like the Spielberg way of doing it, which is like, let's not let's build up to something and not necessarily comment on it so that it's acceptable. But I also know that me like modern audiences that, uh, that are going to see this need that they need all the justification for it. But it, I don't like it's weird because it shares a very similar connective tissue like, like last crusade where they have that moment with the, the whole, uh, the, um, the Templar Knight. Yeah. The, oh, the Templar Knight that's thousands of years old. He, he chose wrong. They have a, a moment
2: between him and what, Archimedes. Why does that guy speak, well, I mean, I guess he would speak he English, English, but, like, yeah. why <laughs> the fuck does he speak English? I mean, <laughs>
0: like, why does he speak, like, why does he speak the fucking, like, their English?
2: version of English, yeah. like, it is not some kind of it's so, yeah, anyway, that's a great movie, but that is a very, like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, it
0: really is. Um. So, like, uh, it was wild watching it because I'm like, okay, I can see this. I could, like, I could kind of justifiably see this, but it was so, I don't know, man. Like, it was just, it was something that just happens. And I'm like, okay, I'll go with the flow. I mean, I will. It, I don't, like, it was, like, I appreciate the whole looped-in nature of it all. Like, what they did, like, how they looped it into itself, like any good time travel movie does. Um, but, I, dude, I was just, like, this thing was, like, a $300 million lumbering thing. And it was, like, it, like at a certain point, I was just, like, okay, just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Like, Like, I mean, like, there are bigger problems, like, like, plot-wise, like, like, how the fuck didn't anybody find, like, over thousands of years, how did anybody not find the entrance in the ear? Like, like, it was very simple.
2: Yeah. Like, Like, because (laughs) it very clearly seems like a tourist trap. And it's just like, have you ever been around tourists? They fucking touch everything. <laughs> like Exactly. Somebody <laughs> would have found that. It, it's not like the cave in the Goonies. Where it's just no. like, oh, this is some, like, bullshit little town where, like, you know, like, maybe a kid would have found that. But, like, in the, the Goonies lore, it would be like, oh, there was this kid who, you know, went over in those like rocks over there and then disappeared and never came back and it, it, like that you can explain away this it, it it's very dan brownish right yes very and, dan brown and it's brown-ish. just like what the fuck man like I, no no somebody would have stumbled onto this by now like it, yeah it, it that that was a huge like plot not even Hiccup, just one of those things where it's like, no, we got to do this to, but th- th- surely there there's other ways around that. That shit yeah. that we expect to see, like, that's something we expect to see in, like, the Transformers movies, right? Yes. You yes. know, where it's no, just like, eh, I don't know, it's still dumb and fun. Like, this is not dumb fun. This is Indiana Jones. Yeah. Th- it needs to be smarter than that, you know?
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely, like I appreciated that once we got into the adventure proper, um, there was a there there was a lightness, but also I didn't appreciate it because there's this whole thing of like Indiana Jones movies, the first three, like even Last Crusade, which okay, so like guys, this is time to talk about confessions. My order is literally the, with the exception of of Crystal Skull. Is literally the order in which this these these movies played out. So like, my favorite is Raiders. My second favorite is Temple of Doom. Um, like, is that because
2: honestly, you recently revisited Temple of Doom and I'm like, this is not as bad as people say it is?
0: <laughs> no, it, Temple of Doom was a VHS movie for me. So yeah, like, yeah. like, like when it it was that one of the first like that and Raiders was like one of the first um, like. Like VHS's that we owned That were like that had the cover Like you yeah. know what I mean Like my pop Yeah, pops recorded everything. yeah. yeah. Um,
2: It's such a like, great. Yeah,
0: great Such a great, great cover job. And you know what to be perfectly honest Like I think I know this sounds weird and it's not Revisionist, revisionist history my sister can attest to this um, Like We loved Short Round Because he felt like us
2: Yeah, Like do you I, know I, what I mean Yes, so, um, and not to get into a whole uh thing with yeah uh, temple of doom, um, but th- that was the one I always watched, like yeah. it, it had a kid in it, man, like I, I, I was talking about this with uh our buddy Tim, um, uh, uh-huh. and he was like, yeah, i, I kn- we were talking about Dial of Destiny and just you know mm-hmm. the movies in general, and he he comments he's like, yeah, I know people say that." Uh, uh, Temple of Doom is the worst. I was like, here's the thing, man. Like, Temple of Doom was my go-to. I was like, that yeah. was the, that's probably the one I saw first because I was like, oh, sh- there's a kid in this. Like, I, I can relate mm-hmm. to that. I was like, I love Temple of Doom. Like, is it problematic? Yes, in, yeah. in, in a way that a lot of movies are problematic. I, you know, and I know as a as a straight white dude, it's easy for me to just be like, eh, oh, well. Um, but, you know, and, and, you know, I hate that, but I love that movie. I, I you mm-hmm. know, it was funny. It was scary. It's, you know, a sh- in short round. Uh, well, th- those characters in that movie in general, um are the most underserved characters in the Indiana Jones franchise. Like, I I get that she was not ever his, like destiny, like that. I yeah. get that it, it was Marion. It was always going to be Marion. I get that, but you know, I I don't know. That movie's a lot of fun, and I I'm with you. I don't know. I I should, I should probably revisit, um, all of them. But you know, I'd probably see yeah. you and that like that's kind of my order. Um, yeah, I remember yeah. the first two more than I remember any of them. So, yeah,
0: no, and so like, and then I feel like the more I revisit The Last Crusade, the more like so. A, I get sad because of what really should have happened, which was like, and I know that this is Harrison Ford. This is what Harrison Ford feels because he said it in an interview at the time and then when river passed he didn't talk about it again because i feel like he like he was connected to river in a way that we well like he will not talk about because that kid was like he was on mosquito coast with him like on that film and that was like if you asked like if you would ask harrison ford when he actually cared about things what his favorite movie was that he did it was mosquito coast he said that that was the movie like that in witness because peter weir treated him like an artist and gave him the respect and didn't didn't talk to him about indiana jones or raiders of the lost ark and wanted to make meaningful movies with him um like river should have been head should have been past the 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 hat and whip right like we yeah. all know that and uh, like that river scene like like it doesn't matter like that that 15 to 20 minutes with river is literally some of the best stuff of indiana jones like it it's weird because it it takes it takes the origin story and compacts it into a 20 minute thing like how indiana jones became everything that he ever is in the movie in one 20 minute section but goddamn is that fucking that thing rock like better than anything else like it it just moves it feels It it feels wonderful. And the the weirdest part of all is that River feels like a younger Harrison Ford in the entirety of that thing without ever fucking trying. Like there's an alternate universe where Johnny switches places with River and I'm all fucking K with it because like River was my dude. Like I watched that dude so much in all of the little things that he, like the minor things that he was in and it, it hurts. Like, it even hurts me, like, to think about the fact yeah. that River never got a chance to be... <clears throat> I know that he never wanted to be a movie star, but he never got a chance to be what Johnny Depp ended up becoming. And I always feel like they were so associated with one another because of the age and because of the time and because of
2: the bad boyness of it all. Um, I, but I, I feel like River Phoenix, had he been able to break away from all of that, would have... Been a uh, not a uh Keanu Reeves level of actor, but like that kind of he would
0: have, yeah, he would have been this like his his um, like you know, My Private Idaho, like they were in that, and it was one of the last really big, big I fucking
2: mean, st- stand by me, man,
0: yeah, I mean, well, that's him, like, like. I don't think that people, like, he hasn't gotten, like, it's weird, right, that he hasn't gotten the the level of James Dean-ness, like, level of, like, idolatry from uh, from generations that, like, other guys like Heath Ledger have, right? Like, I always find it very weird that we're sitting here talking about River Phoenix and... Nobody has, like, respect for that name, right? Like, I mean, this is the kid, Stand By Me, Mosquito Coast. Um,
2: Is it because of how he died, do you think?
0: I would have... Okay, so, like, here's the thing, is that aren't most drug-related deaths, like... I mean, like, aren't they the thing that make, like, people... I know it
2: sounds terrible, but it's the truth. It's, like, they make people legends? I mean, musicians, yes. Um... Actors, maybe not so much. I mean, I That's know Farley, Farley kind of gets a pass, but Farley was so, like, ingrained in just pop culture. Um And uh, River Phoenix wasn't a pop culture icon. He was just like... It was like, have y'all seen this kid? Holy shit. You know? Yeah. And he was really just getting started. I mean... It, and you're right. Like, James Dean did three movies and, mm-hmm. like, a handful of, like, minor, minor things. Uh, crashed his car, you know, got himself mm-hmm. killed being reckless, and he's legend. Um, yep. uh, uh, Paul Walker, you know, legend. Yeah. And, and died in a car accident. Um, you know, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I hate that, I really do Because, I I mean, again, Stand By Me I, I'll put his performance in Stand By Me up against anything, man Anything
0: Man, that scene by the fire, the,
2: the campfire Yeah Where,
0: like, okay, so like, here's the thing that nobody wants to talk about Is that River is so good in that That Will Wheaton's like, not a bad actor good. But, but he looks <laughs> like shit he doesn't know what to do nope. in that moment. <laughs> he has no clue. <laughs> like like he almost ruins the scene because he doesn't know what to do with like it it really feels like trauma is happening mm-hmm. to to his friend and the reason why that that fucking haunting ending works with Richard Dreyfus is because of fucking River Phoenix. Like nobody talks about like how stand by me what works everything that works is because of River Phoenix's performance in that movie, um is fucking wild like it like 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 even like even those moments like with with Kiefer Sutherland where Kiefer Sutherland's going fucking hard on those kids like mm-hmm. I love that I love that Kiefer performance more than any other Kiefer performance because that fucking guy he's like a menace and he fucking knows he's a menace and he fucking treats them like, like a menace would. He doesn't look at them like kids. He looks at them as his fucking rivals that he's going to fucking kill. Yeah. Like, like, and then when you see, when you like, when you see everything that transpires, it's because of river Phoenix. It's not because of Will Wheaton. It's and like you said, Will Wheaton's not a bad actor. He's not a Jerry. uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell is not a bad actor. Corey Feldman is not a bad, like, these kids, like, I, never, I didn't even think about it, but Stand By Me it may be one of the best casted kid movies or, like, youth movies ever. I because mean, think about, that and Goonies, like, I'm yeah. 100%. Like, how the fuck do you get a rando John Cusack performance that haunts in a way that, like, when you see him and then you realize that's his brother and what everything that happens, it makes instant sense. Like there's no other movie that can like show you a clip of like a, like a John Cusack moment and know that him passing is the disintegrating factor in that family. Like it yeah. just you just instantly know. Like you go, oh fuck. Yeah, this kid was the brightest of brights and he ruined like his death ruined his family. Um, and oddly enough, there's a lot of fucking kid death in that movie In that yeah. story, the body. Yeah. Like I didn't even realize it until now. It's very much like I never thought of this as a king film or a king. A, like a king story. But if you think about it, like that's the most Kingsian thing in the world, right? Like like it's like literally a dry run for fucking it. Like it almost like it almost like inspired it
2: because yeah. it takes place in the same it, time. It, it's it kids. without the supernatural stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're uh, absolutely I mean, yeah. It's it's uh but yeah River Phoenix man, like I, I'm with you. Like I forever mourning the career that that dude could have had and you know did we see any of the the, the people we've talked about pro- at their like peak like no probably not i mean Heath ledger probably had uh, you know a, a, at least a handful of truly great performances um mm-hmm. left to give there's also a world where Heath ledger doesn't pass away and we're subjected to just uh him stuck in a like well i guess i'm playing the joker for the rest of my life um you know and and maybe that's possible river phoenix where he just becomes like oh we're just making young indiana jones stuff for for 15 years or whatever and it's just like do something else please you're better (laughs) than this um but yeah i I mean i'm with you like he he's not revered the way he should be because yeah like I mean, how old is he in Stand by Me? Like, it really? What? What is he? Fifteen? Like, I think mean, he was like, like fourteen or fifteen. Um, <laughs> and like, totally Like, I'll I, again. I we'll put that performance up against almost anything, man. It is fucking just like, oh god, like. God. So okay, so in Stand by Me.
0: He's 16, or he was 15 when he made that. He was 19 when he was in... La- or he was 18. He just turned 18 when he made Last Crusade. Like, it was filmed in the yeah. uh, the, the summer of 88. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ, do you know? Like, I mean, like, we had... Uh, like, here's the thing, is that... So, like, we, 95, 96, he's making Young
0: He indie He's 20, music. yeah. He's 25 years old, and he's making Young indie. Like, he's making... A Pancho Villa, like, adventure story, uh, like, pseudo-Western with Spielberg um, in 94, 95. Like, yeah. that breaks my heart. That literally fucking breaks my heart because, in know, in that world, Spielberg watches Amadovar movies and goes, you know who I want? Like, and he, no, actually, he watches Desperado because Desperado comes out in 94 and he looks and he goes, that's my Pancho Villa. I want that yeah. dude. And Antonio Banderas gets to play fucking. uh, Let's talk about Antonio Banderas. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God, dude. Like,
2: okay, so. On one hand, like, I'm. So, I'm all for, like, hey, this is maybe our last bite at this apple. Who the fuck wants to come play? I get it, man. But, like, you couldn't find something more? (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that he's so goddamn
0: grizzly good. Like, he's so kind of like, there's a story between him and Indy that you want to see. Yes. Yeah, it's so disappointing that he gets killed. Like, it's like a sacrificial lamb, right? It's like, why did you kill him off? Why did you not just let us have this moment where he's in the movie to help them through the rest of the adventure?
2: Because, quite literally, he could have been there. Yeah, there is no reason he could not have lasted the rest of the movie, like mm-hmm. other than like, hey, uh, we only got him for like a day and a half or two days, yeah, or whatever. Like, th- there's just no reason. Like uh, that that blew me away. I was like, oh man, Antonio Banderas is in this. This is gonna be great. And then five minutes later, he's dead. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> It literally dude, I'm like so what
0: you're saying is is that you're giving me a real for real like you're having me have him out in the ocean, you having him do something that we've never seen him do before, which is diving with this dude who's so fun. Like this is the thing that I feel like people don't get about about Antonio Banderas is that when he's cast in the right role, he is so fucking good and charming and 100% um, man. A lovable screen presence, right? Like, that's the thing to me, is that, like, like something that I think we only briefly talked about, man. Like, fucking the, the last,
2: the the fucking Puss in Boots movie? Fuck, I still haven't man. Seen the, I still haven't seen the last one. Oh, bro, you have Look, to I just it. saw Ezra about, uh, Spencer's Kid Ezra about a uh, week and a half ago.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I went out to their house uh, to uh, just hang out for a bit and uh, they started talking about that. And I was like, I still haven't seen it. And like <laughs> Ezra was giving me shit about it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but um, yeah, he's just so fucking good. Like, I think that people forget and don't put fucking respect on his name. Uh, I don't know why. His, uh, he
2: like, has made some like iffy, like really uh... trash
0: movies. Yes, <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not a mistake that he he has
0: made trash. Eck versus Server is like a terrible movie yeah. that I can I can never un unsee from my brain. Um, but that is not to say that when he's properly used, like I want Mangold to add him into
2: his yes. his company of actors because. Yes. Like we all like Boyd Holbrook, man. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, you like, can you bring somebody else along? And can that somebody be Antonio Banderas? Can we have the origin of the uh, the Force with Antonio Banderas? Seriously. And, and yes, Boyd Holbrook too. But yes, Antonio <laughs> Banderas, please. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like, like when I watched this, I was like, oh shit, this is just. This is Boyd
0: and, uh, and this is Boys and Mads like dry run for like you know that they're going to be in like you almost don't uh, like can guarantee that they're going to be in his Star Wars movie right
2: like well, fucking Mads Mads Mickelson can't be in another Star Wars movie right he can't just because he played like
0: it, like I mean okay so like that's a, that's a question that I actually had because I was like this is like his Nazi mad Forth- scientist. Both fans well, accept that. <laughs> you, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, you know, MCU fans accept fucking when, when like, you know, somebody like Chris Evans gets, gets recasted. Yeah. Um, but you are right. Like,
2: like, let's be honest here. Like, you Play, are right. Playing in some alien species. I, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking Mads. I, I love Mads yeah. Mickelson. I, I, I think in this movie. He's really, really good at chewing that scenery. Yes. I don't, I don't know that... I, tell me if you feel this way. I feel like a large chunk of whatever Mads Mickelson's plot was just got excised from the movie because there's so much going on there that I'm like, what? Like, where did he get these neo-Nazi whatever... Like, who are yes. these people? Like, where did they come from? What What is the, like, what is their motivation? Like, what the fuck is Boyd Holberg doing? Like, well, what?
0: So, like, okay, so I was, like, yeah. Like, this is where the movie went from three hours to, like, two hours and 30 minutes, right? Is with the, okay, so, like, here's the thing. It's never truly spelled out, but it's done just enough i wish that they like there's a director's cut of this you know that's three hours long that like is really wild because of what Mangold is saying about the u.s's involvement with nazis
2: oh because, yeah that, that, i was like can we get into this please yes that's what the thing was like, I was, like <clears throat> the deal
0: is is that wolf whatever scientist his deal is that i'll get you to the moon because he's the nazi scientist from the right stuff where like you know like the the funny joke in the right stuff is oh we are nazi scientists are better than than the russians nazi scientists right like yeah. and so he is the lead russian scientist, or he, he's the lead nazi scientist that gets us to the moon and his deal is is that if you let me do this i get uncontrolled i get unchecked budget to do what i want to do which is find this this thing so that I can go back in time and become a god and correct and correct and like like that's a wild okay so like that the plot that plot point is wild like and it's brushed over and I really wish it wasn't because I really wish they leaned into the mad scientist that is mad Mickelson which is like I'm going to go back in time I'm not going to let Hitler live. I'm just going
2: to kill him earlier and it's take over. Just like, uh, I, it's weird to be like slow clap for your weird Nazi plan, but at yes! that moment I was just like, "Oh my god, that's brilliant!" <laughs> right? And like, I'm like, and "You're like, oh, you're going back to help Hitler, like, to make sure he wins?" And he's like, "No, I'm going back to kill Hitler, kill and then I'm gonna fucking win." It's like oh
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like all these I have this- i'm have i smaller i'm going to go ahead and do this and i'm going to bring my lackeys with me and that's why boyd holbrook who's playing a southern hick is learning really bad german like and it's like okay can we get into the fact that boyd holbrook is like the first neo-nazi like, the yeah. first Nazi fanboy. I mean, like, that's literally what it feels like it's written about. But I feel
2: like Disney
0: and... Pops I mean, and you Kennedy gotta I all of this Nazis. stuff. <laughs> like,
2: <Yeah. laughs> we can't get into it. Like, Nazis are bad. Like, that's... Everybody knows that, and that's fine. You cannot yeah. have all this in the movie. <laughs> you you could either have Harrison Ford use the word Nazi 75
0: times and have him punch Nazis. or Or you can... Have two more things about this crazy Nazi plot, but you can't have everything. And so we went, okay, I want the 75 Nazi, the, the, the word Nazi used 75 times. And um yeah, and him to punch Nazis. Because like the my favorite, my favorite whole thing about this is that there's a couple of critics out there, fucking neo-Nazi fucks, that actually talked about how, like, you know, why do, why are we punching Nazis? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, did you, obviously you didn't live in our era where there's a song that talks about punching fucking Nazis because they deserve to be fucking punched. So don't talk to me about like, like there are still, there are still villains out there that are infinitely hateable. And there's no, no, no discussion about that. And Nazis are those 100%
2: (laughs) every (laughs) time, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You, you know, if if I could and I could change a rating so that little kids could watch a movie, it would be for Inglorious Bastards. Why? Yeah. Because because fucking Quentin Tarantino understands exactly what everybody should understand. <laughs> Nazis are fuckers that deserve to have their heads cracked open.
2: Like that's <laughs> all there is to it. That whole movie is just like, hey, are all these people like fighting the Nazis? Great, eh, not so much. Like. They kind of just run the gamut, and these are people that probably wouldn't associate with each other ever in any yeah. real-world situation. But, hey, you know what? They're all here, and they're all going to kill Nazis.
0: <laughs> yep. Like, that's the that's the unifying factor for them. I mean, literally, fucking fucking like the best part about inglorious bastards is that first opening the the second opening when we meet the bastards and brad pitt's speech is one of the best speeches that quentin has ever written because it literally in 10 minutes sums up everything you need to know about these fuckers and everything that they're going to do and sets the table for you to understand that even though you should understand, he's like, Quentin's like, I'm going to put an exclamation point on this by having Brad Pitt, the biggest star in the fucking world, our Steve McQueen at the time, fucking going to tell you why Nazis deserve to be skinned alive because they are the worst people in the world. They are humanity's cockroaches. And I'm saying that. Like, like there's yeah. no fans. Yeah. They don't of seem to
2: go away. Yes, <laughs> the, uh. <laughs> they they take new forms and then it's it's like a fucking Scooby Doo episode. You're like, I don't know about these guys over here, and then they take the mask. Off. It's like, oh shit, they were Nazis the whole time. Like it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. And that yeah. I'm not even talking about in a movie. Like real life. Like every yes. time I turn around, it's like, oh fuck, that dude was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I
0: kind of fucking knew it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so let's talk about the a couple of the other uh cameos in this movie. Uh yeah. starting with Toby Jones, who isn't given a shit ton to do, but no. I, 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 man, Toby Jones is really fucking good. Like this I mean, th- th- does not get enough credit for he is always playing Toby Jones. Yes. But Toby Jones is just, uh, spin, like, who, Toby Jones, who played a Nazi in another movie, <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> who is also really fun in that other movie as a Nazi. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I love this dude. When he shows up in things, I'm just like, I love Toby Jones. <laughs> and, 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 like, having the, like, okay, so,
0: like, like <laughs> there's a weird, like, Toby Jones feels like the feels like the the alt art version of Simon Pegg. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes.
2: Well, I shouldn't say <laughs> like, he's always playing Toby Jones. There's like Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy stuff where he's like on another fucking level. I don't love yeah. that movie, but that is another level. Like he's truly, truly acting. But yeah, he. You're right. He. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a very accurate. Um, I want to add, so not to get off on yet another tangent, but on the Toby Jones front, uh, he had a show on the BBC called the the Detectorists. Have you ever watched it? No, I have not. So it's him and this dude Mackenzie Crook, and I know Mackenzie Crook. Yeah. Okay, they play. They're these two dudes with metal detectors, who like. The the show is oh. them walking around with metal detectors and just yes, the, I've the heard like of this. it it's so fun, it's so much fun. Like, yes, that's right. If you oh, if you God. can get your hands, I, I don't know. It was on Hulu at one point in time. I don't mm-hmm. think it is anymore. I think it's now relegated to like one of those BBC things like Acorn TV or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but if if you enjoy Toby Jones that that show is delightful.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so like I I know this show. Like I don't know it, but I I heard I heard of it because Mackenzie Crook is like one of those guys that I really like. Um I I really uh I really like cuz he was from the original office. Um and I I remember because I think Mackenzie Crook wrote, directed, produced, basically did everything on that show on, on the Detectorists, um, and he made a big deal about it. Which absolutely you should if you create something. Um, and uh, yeah, okay, like I've got to go find this show, like just because like I love Mackenzie Crook and I love Toby Jones. Like Toby Jones did this movie um, a couple of years ago called Barbarian Sound. Where he play it's a it's a yes. slow burn. Yes. Okay, you, you okay? That fucking movie is amazing. If you if anybody comes out of this going, you know what? I've seen him before. I saw him in the Marvels movies. Like you know because like I I imagine that that's what people think of. Like they don't know which one that he was in because there's thirty seven of them. And by the way, guys, it's the first two. It's the first two Captain America movies. It's Captain America, uh, where he plays uh, Armin Zola, and then of course he evolves into
2: um the Zolo. television screen, screen. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best jokes which is going to do What God. the television screen set
0: <laughs> yes exactly uh, which is great right um so but um yeah man like fucking Toby Jones is great so i'm going to have to i'm going to have to check this one out um and he's just great he's like you know he's the like 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 la- like last time where they got um John Hurd um to play yeah. uh to play the marcus brody uh fill in this is the marcus brody fill in um but i love toby jones and like you know slow clap to toby jones doing the british toby jonesness of it all and not seeing him annoying because sometimes that kind of tweedy kind of nebbish like idiot that kind of falls through everything and hurts an adventure uh, can kind of come off annoying, but he really doesn't. It's kind of like a and, beautiful little performance,
2: yeah. He, he, he and we don't get heavy into like all of the him kind of going crazy, chasing crazy about yeah. destiny. and um, but like there's enough of it there. and like that that uh, flashback scene later in the movie <laughs> With, where Harrison's remembering
0: <laughs> yes, where. Harrison plays regarding Henry Harrison. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, so like let's be honest, that hair that that version of the Harrison that's lightly de-aged is actually better than the oh, yeah. the 30 the the 30-year-old Harrison de aged Um but it's still wildly weird because it's like okay, when are you gonna start going Ritz crackers? Yeah But yes, like that that um that moment where like he goes crazy. It doesn't feel like crazy, right? Yeah. It doesn't and like it. It feels kind of like British and eccentric.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny. If you think about it in context of just of indie, because what he's doing is like, he's seeing like notes of his dad. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and just being like, you, you, you need to move past this. You have a child, but the flip side of that well, I guess it's a little different for Indy because he didn't know he had a child. Um Yes. At that which, well, no,
0: at that point he would have known, right?
2: Would so I don't know. Let's see. So okay, so it takes place in 69.
0: So the movie takes place in 69 because it's the July of 69 because it's the moon landing. Um, 15 years would have been 60 uh, Would have been No, 54, it would have been right before It would have five been before. like okay. five years It would have been, it, no, 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 not right before It would have been half a decade It would have been five years before Because it would have been 54 And I think that Dial of Destiny takes place in 59 Okay So, no, you're right He doesn't have a kid He doesn't know he has a kid
2: So So, yeah, he doesn't understand That he's done the same thing And that's part, like there's there's a lot there that they just don't spell out for you and yeah. I mean I can appreciate that um it, you know uh, uh but but uh yeah all that to say like Toby jo- I wish Toby Jones had gotten a little more screen time but the movie is kind of uh pretty pretty stuffed um It's yeah it's 2 hours and 45 minutes or some shit it's long yeah and honestly it it didn't feel like super long to me like that was one thing i'm i'm with you on the like i thought it was just okay but like also i i was never really bored during the movie um the the other uh cameo ish thing uh person Mm -hmm. uh is john reese davies of course yes uh Like, if I feel bad for anybody in this movie, I feel bad for John Reese Davies. Not as an actor. I shouldn't say John Reese Davies. I feel bad for Sala. Like, that is the character that I feel bad for. I'm just like, this fucking dude, man. (laughs) Like, if anybody deserves better than what they're getting, it's Sala. (laughs) Like, he just is relegated to being a cab driver and a cabbie. it
0: just in Amer- in america like like but oddly enough it is like i know it sounds weird but it's like the most fitting realistic like yeah. why did you like of all the things why did you make sala's like like d- like american immigration <laughs> so real
2: so real it's just like in my country i was a doctor and here i'm a cab driver it's it's like fuck man <laughs> like it's yeah. so depressing but it really uh, is. When when he tells when he takes Indy to the airport and he's like, I've got my passport. I, he's like, I miss the desert, I miss the sea, I miss waking up not knowing what adventure the day would bring. And it's like fuck dude. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that just hurts w-
0: my heart, man. To, he literally wants to suicide himself. Like he wants
1: yeah. to like
2: just like he wants to go with him so he can die. I have a wife. Like, like, I, have, I have grandchildren. Like, like my yeah. whole wife is here, but I got my passport. Let's go. I know I'm probably not gonna make it back. <laughs> exactly. Like wow. Like yeah. wow. Fucking hell, dude. That's some sad shit. I, so I, I and the, I guess somebody else we should, but before I get into because I, I do want to talk about Phoebe Waller Bridge and yes. and Teddy, but Shawnette Renee Wilson. All right. Yes. So, she if, if anybody saw this and was like, who? It, exactly. <laughs> like, so she uh, she was kind of a breakout from this TV show, The Resident, which I didn't really watch, but I heard a lot of things about. Uh, she was on that show for a few years before that. Really, she hadn't done much. She was one of the Dora Malays in uh, Black Panther, I remember. But yes. Like, so she's going to be in Indiana Jones and the Dollar Destiny. They have her looking very, um, uh, foxy brownish. Brown. You know? yeah. 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 Which I, I get. But, like, what was the fucking point in that? Seriously, because they fucking kill her? Like, they like, give her nothing I to have... do and then shoot her on the plane. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: And the whole thing is, is like, okay, so this talk about talk about like editing to like editing, trimming down everything and like character suffering from this movie. Um, What I understood it was like this whole thing about like, you know, she's a CIA FBI. Like she's 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 an agent within the U.S. government. And specifically from what I understood was that her whole storyline and what was supposed to be infused in the story was that she was one of the, uh, she was one of the uh, black police officers that FBI and CIA recruited to infiltrate the black Panthers. And that was part of supposed to be a part of her storyline, but it's never fucking mentioned. And it's never like, like she's like the, the few moments that she has, she's such an arresting figure within the movie. And she's such a kind of like, I was
2: excited, like, when she showed up, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great, man And then nothing comes it. Nothing, nothing It's worse, it's way more egregious than the Antonio Banderas stuff
0: Oh, 100%, 100%, I mean, shit, fucking Archimedes gets a better storyline than she does (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, and he's in it for like a minute and a half. A minute, a minute and a half. Um, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's. Uh, it was I, so disappointing. Like, I mean, not that I, I would wish for her to be just cut out of the movie altogether, but mm-hmm. like at some point it was just like, why Why did you even have her in here? You know, like, I, I mean, I get it. You know, it happens. It's unfortunate. I just, I feel for her because she's solid.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it, it's just like it's like one of those things you see in like uh, TV shows and shit where uh, about actors where they're like, I, I got a part. And then like you go see the movie and you're like, they cut everything out. Like, I'm barely in this movie. And you 100%. know told everybody, you know, that you're going to be in the next Indiana Jones movie. And they're like, were you? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. And
0: it's like um, I really feel like like i'd actually like to get my hands on whatever the pre-production script was like the script that that um the one that i mean the uncredited re- like the uncredited rewrite from Phoebe Waller-Bridge like like right before production because um i'm very interested because it feels like the movie like it's a it's an hour and 34 or it's 2 hours and 34 minutes right so with credits like the actual runtime is probably around 2.20, 2.25, right? So, like, here's my thing, is is that this film, like you said, like, like, the thing that I feel like it suffers from is the whole thing of, like, you could tell that chunks from this movie were taken out, so it feels a little jaunty, and I feel like there's probably a three-hour cut that runs much smoother, and yeah. even though it's longer, it probably feels more cohesive because of the world they're creating because if there's like okay so like the thing that we, i think that we've talked about before about Mangold is that he is he is one of these guys that actually you know we always talk about world building um but he does world building with finesse like any movie that you like like that Mangold takes a part of he does his own world building. It doesn't mean like it doesn't matter whether it's a fifty thousand dollar budget, like Heavy, his first movie, which is a beautiful, sad, sad fucking movie. Um, if it's a fifty thousand dollar like indie budget movie, or it's Copland, or it's Ford versus Ferrari, it doesn't matter the budget, right? Like he creates, he builds a world, a world that's convincing, and in here, it, it it's he builds a new world for indie. But it's, it feels like there are pieces that are missing it. It doesn't feel like a cohesive whole because the story, like, because there's certain jaunts in the story that we just kind of bump over, you know? Um, which, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, like, indie never feels like that. Like, like even, even Crystal Skull never feels as much as it's, fucking weird, wild-ass movie and, you know, Shia should never have been in it and, like, look, we can say whatever we want about it, but there's a flow to it that stays on target, right? Like, as soon as the movie gives you its, its thesis and its thing about the crystal skull, it fucking charges at that like an Indiana Jones movie always does. Like, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't divert from anything. Where this movie kind of goes okay, we're going to open up and we're going to show you it, but we're going to spend about 20 minutes kind of building here. And then we're going to, we're going to go on to an action scene. Like, you know, it's all integrated, but it's like, we're going to stop. It's like, it's like a sixties adventure movie where you have an action scene that bridges your story and then you stop for a couple of minutes and you sit in a, like you sit in something like someplace, And you stew in that for a little bit until it gets too much and it overflows. And then, boom, there's another action scene. Um, But that moment where you sit and stay, which is usually like that's the 60s thing where they kind of like, okay, let's sit down. The Howard Hawks of it all. Like, you know, like you sit down and you get comfortable because you're going to meet some of these characters and you're going to really like them. And... But this movie gets a little too anxious about it. Do you know what I mean? It goes yeah. like it kind of rubs at the seat. It goes, "Come on, let's get going. Let's get going. Let's get going." Um, it's like a kid interrupting adults.
2: Yeah, like, it, it never. It 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 very much it wants to have those moments, but it it, it very it gets in them and then like. Quickly transitions to like, oh shit! It's been ten minutes since we had an action scene. Uh, put them in. It's not a rickshaw, but, but those little car yeah. things. Put them in. Put them in one of those little cars and have them run around the streets. It, it's it's, you know, there's not a ton of which. I mean, I guess maybe that's Indiana Jones. You know, there's not yeah. a, a, a. I mean, do we really know anything about Willie? Like, you know, yeah. it's just like. Uh, or short round, like where the fuck this kid come from? You know, I I do appreciate you brought or so you brought up Phoebe Waller Bridge, um. Yeah. So, I I kind of do appreciate that she gets her own, uh, short round. Uh, yes, I think, I think the kid's a lot of fun. They they put a lot of. I saw some complaints of like, how does he know how to fly a plane? And and I'm like, I mean. You know, we kind of watch Short Round do some shit that's like, wait, what? <laughs>
0: I mean, he was his fucking driver. He was his chauffeur. Yeah. He, he, like, there's an entire action scene devoted to Short... Like, there's two action scenes that are devoted to Short Round in in Temple of Doom. So, like... But, like, okay, like, I appreciate that Helena is literally Indie from Temple of Doom. She's, yeah. a, like, she's essentially a grave robber that's trying to do anything that she can to get her, to- and like you said, like, um, uh, what's his name? Is it Tommy? Uh, I can't remember the little kid's Teddy, name. Teddy. Teddy, Teddy. Like, I will say this much. Like, that little kid, um, he's not really little, but the kid who plays Teddy is like, is, like, a find. He's, like, great in this movie. Like, he doesn't, like, what I like about it is that there's no hero worship, like, of Harrison Ford. Like this
2: kid doesn't know who Harrison Ford is. Like she he's like, why do we have a 90 year old man? (laughs) But he delivers it in a way that
0: feels so grounded in reality. Like he really didn't know who Harrison Ford was. And I think there's a weird, there's a weird kind of interplay between the three of them that I think that Harrison Ford loved that this kid did not know who he was and did not hero worship him. Yeah. And like there's a there's a charm that opens up with like Harrison is kind of blocked off for the first like like he's playing the character that he normally plays in all of his movies for the first 30 to 45 minutes of this movie. When we get to Tangiers, there's something that chemically happens to him that makes him change in just a few degrees like any good superstar can do because he's interacting with people that like i don't know like there's this thing that i have this theory that harrison loves people that don't idolize him and like aren't afraid of like giving him the shit yeah like like i feel like he doesn't suffer any fools and i feel like phoebe waller bridge and this little kid that plays teddy like are just the right kind of oh okay well you know we didn't grow up with you like Phoebe Waller Bridge eventually like like I feel like probably like you know when she started talking about Indiana Jones and like what it meant to her like I could tell that she really did love this character but it doesn't feel like like she's treating him like another like a co-star rather than like this mentor or anything like right. that. Right. Right. And so you get this
2: great like kind of moment where he
0: changes.
2: It's weird because it's like, like the exact opposite of what happens in The Force Awakens. Yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Where where Harrison Ford just looks like I'm just tired of this shit and why yeah. am I
0: paying so much goddamn money for
2: me? And it, and it works so much better. Like yeah. the the their relationship in yeah. Dial of Destiny is a better like pseudo father-daughter relationship than uh ray Ray and and han yeah no absolutely it's it's just it's infinitely better um and, and that's not a knock on like the performances and like they're great it's just that they write it in force awakens as this kind of uh I mean, she doesn't really hero worship Han, but, like, once she knows, like, Han is, you know, was part of the rebellion, and, it, mm-hmm. and it, like, she, you know, she's just, like, over, like, oh, my God, like, you know all this stuff, and and I get it, that's part of her character, but it just, it, for Harrison, I, that shit, you're right, that shit doesn't work for him, and it, I think he finds it, I guess, hard to, like, play into that, whereas, like, Phoebe Waller Bridge in this movie is just constantly giving him shit. Like, yeah. just like, I, I mean, to the point of like, he's like, when they start talking about her dad dying, she's like, oh, I, it's like, what if there was somebody who could have stepped in and, and taken his place and helped me through all this? Oh, that's right. You weren't fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Um,
0: I, like, so, like, her, like, okay, so, like, her character as a whole is, like, I feel like, and this proves, like, and I hate, like, I know that people think that I hate JJ, and I don't, I, but JJ is so wrapped up in tropes, like, it makes Spielberg look like Spielberg, like, he is a, he is a, he's not just a descendant of Spielberg, he is, like, he's an acolyte, like, he is literally... Like, he is so kind of firmly, like, I need to be Spielberg that he it,
2: misses the point. Yeah, it, it's, it's costing him, man. It's, it's yeah. costing like, because it, none of, none, it's like none of this is your own voice, dude. None yeah. of it. You know, where like Mangold, at least
0: like with his collaboration and his collaborators have tried to bend. Indiana Jones to his own will and his own style and what he finds enjoyable. And I will say this much as much like every like every like couple of days that pass and I go to think about it, the more I like the film, right? And I'm not saying it's going to be an all timer, but what I am going to say is this is that I will watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny in the background more than I ever will any of the even including Ryan Johnson Star Wars but the new trilogy like, and I don't know what that says as much as I think I that it says. It's just that there's a skill level and a trying to try something different that I appreciate. Right. Like it's still an Indiana Jones movie, but it's a different flavored one. Like I said, like it really does feel like a sixties adventure film. It feels like, like the, like it feels like that and a Howard Hawks film. It feels like what Disney used to make. Um, like Disney and 20th Century Fox used to make like yeah. you know like 20th Century yeah. Fox used to make these big budgeted like around the world in 80 days that's the kind of flavor it feels like and i'm not opposed to that and in fact i kind of love that they did this that they made it more tactally real than the last movie like the last movie the last 30 minutes feels like a cgi mess where this film does not feel like a CGI mess. It feels like it has certain moments that are CGI assisted, but the moments between him, like Indy and Helena in the past, like when they land, it's not like it's green screen or the volume. They're fucking in Malta or wherever yeah. they sh- decided to shoot. And there's a reality there that I appreciated because it's not like a fake reality or they they, what I like to call less working reality where they don't, take the time to put like big pieces of sets there like there's big pieces there like plane crashing and shit like that and it's real and i appreciated that in the entire movie like the tangiers like the the funness of the tangiers um set piece is that it's mostly physically real like there's there's moments where it's green screen, but it's done so well. The only scene that I feel like it isn't really real and you can kind of, and you tell is the New York parade, the, the
2: interruption of the Apollo parade. And I, I, I don't love that. I, I, no. I, I really did not like the parade thing. Like I, I kind of, I got what they were doing. And I I've, I've seen a lot of people complain about the, uh, the chase scene with when mm-hmm. they're in uh Wherever the hell they're in, um, with the little bitty cars, yeah, and, the Tangiers, Tangiers, yeah, yeah, Tangiers. Um, I, I, I thought that was fun. I thought it worked. Like, yeah, some of the stuff is obvious. Like, but I mean, but we've seen all that before. The, the, the horse and that, like, the parades. I, I, none of that really worked for me. Like, I, I was not no. engaged in that, at all. But the no, no. stuff, I thought it was it was very fun and fun, like you know, it, it, like just the back and forth, like goofiness of it all, like that. I was like, oh, this feels more like Indiana Jones. Yes. You know? Well, okay. So I feel
0: like the New York chase scene was his kind of thing to the original, taking a Pelham one, two, three. It really feels like that's what he's trying to evoke and i'm okay with it but it's it's marred by the cgi-ness of it all like yeah. i almost feel like i almost want that to be taken out and something to be done different like if that scene was recontextualized or they just did something different maybe not have it like i know why they did new york but at the same time, I don't agree with it. It's a cho- it's a creative choice that I'm just gonna I'm always gonna be kind of like eh. it'll be the thing that when I see it I've already seen it once I know what happens I'll walk away for 20 minutes and do something and yeah. then come back when they're in Tangiers and they're at the casino because that's Indiana Jones like yeah. this is not it's not even a flavor of Indiana Jones that we've seen like we kind of seen it before with the whole college thing but at the same time.
2: Um, I think that there's a way to do it better. The, like, now, the college stuff I think is fun. Like it, yeah. it's a fun throwback to like, hey, when when we meet him decades ago, teaching, uh, lecturing college students. You know, there's literally mm-hmm. a girl that has "I love you" written on uh, the outside of her eyelids. You know, and now it's just like nobody wants to listen to you, old man. <laughs> No, absolutely. I I thought it was fun and funny and kind of playing with with all of that and then it just evolves into something where I'm just like I don't, I don't nah, this I mean I wasn't like bored I was just disengaged. I was like I like I know where this is going. How hell, I saw half this in the trailer like it, you know I it just it's it wasn't exciting at all. Um no. and, and also like to be fair Phoebe Waller-Bridge is not in any of that. Um, and I, I, you know, maybe I'm on the outside here. I'm not saying like, hey, they got their Indiana Jones replacement. I don't think that's the case at all. No, and I'm not even a huge Phoebe Waller Bridge fan. I get it. I, I understand why everybody likes her. She's fun. She's funny. Like, but I, I, it's you'll get this. It's so like Catherine Hepburn. Like yes. when Catherine Hepburn was fun. Yes, it very much so. Like, like as an analogy,
0: she's literally like she's doing the same thing that Kate Blanchett did in The Aviator. Yeah. Which is she's she's very much so taking the spirit of Kate Hepburn and imbuing it into her character with that. It's the delivery, it's the rat-a-tat-tat, like like it's back to the Hoxian like female lead. Of, like, Hawks's early work, and even, like, the later work, but mostly the early work, like His Girl Friday and things like that, where there's this there's this typewriter kind of, like, consistent, like, if you don't listen to her, you're gonna miss a bunch of shit, but yeah. it's okay because the way that she's doing it is, like, music. Um, that we don't get from actors anymore. But then, that's her Fleabag character. Like that's like like the way that she approaches that character and the way that it's a fast talking, fast thinking, independent woman that has her own her own like kind of sort of plan of what she wants to do. It's kind of great. Um, what it does do is it makes me very 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 excited if she takes on the lead as Laura Croft. Like I almost want her to. Like at this point, like I know that she's writing this whole thing for uh, Tomb Raider. She's like re reimagining Tomb Raider right now. It's part of the reason why we haven't heard anything. Like she, it got announced, and she's and she was working on it. And then of course strike happened. So like we don't know. But there's a big part of me that literally wants her to like not only just to piss off fanboys, but because she's like this is a dry run for Laura Croft. Like she's literally playing the version of Laura Croft that I would want like yeah
2: i don't care about like visually what she looks like like me either like i i i get you want somebody i I mean i get it but like at the same time it's like i i don't know maybe it's because i'm an old man but like i'm just like i don't care man like uh, she does not have to walk around in those short shorts and that exactly tight-ass blue shirt with a pump like i don't give a shit I don't care if she's got a bob cut. I I just want to see something fun and exciting and not, you know, just, yeah, I I, I don't care. And she's, like, I think infinitely delightful in this movie. Like, yeah, and apparently was uh, their first and only choice, like, uh, if if Mangold's to be believed, like, when he and Harrison Ford met, met to discuss it, like they were both like Phoebe Waller Bridge, uh, apparently both huge Fleabag fans, um, and so, I mean, I I think she's really great. I think she's a lot of fun. I wish she was in the movie more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I I know it. You can't call it an Indiana Jones movie if he's not the main character, but like. I would have liked to have seen everything from her point of view, and then he just gets roped into shit. And it's like, oh, Indy's here, um, you know? It, it's yeah. It she she's just she's a lot of fun. Like she, I, I really, really enjoyed is. her.
0: She really is, and she's like, I don't know. Like, there's just something about her that I really, really. She's she's both likable and uh, compelling on screen. And I feel like what I like about it is that she refuses to be sexualized in any way, shape, or form. Like, but it's not, it's not the the whole thing of like Ray Skywalker, like where like they're purposely not doing it. It's just naturally because she's compelling as an on-screen persona that we don't care about that. Or it's not a factor in this whole situation.
2: Like and They, they not, do have her being like a little bit of a... Like a horned dog. Which is yeah, fun. <laughs> which is fun. Like, I like that a lot. I like,
0: I like the fact that she's like a full... Like, she's a full-rounded character, right? Um, and it's almost like... There's this part of me that... You almost wish that she was around um, 15 years ago. And... Yeah. They made, they had, They. The, what the original plan was, which was like, like a, I'm fairly certain that people that are film fans know that the original plan was to give India a daughter from Marion and not, and it was supposed to be, when it was in the, the initial planning stages, because it took almost 20 years to do, um, the initial plan was to have Natalie Portman play his, to play his daughter um, in that, fir- that first iteration that took, 15 years to make Well, like she was supposed to be his daughter, which if you really think about it, it kind of both meta makes sense because she was doing the prequels at the time. Um, and it also like physically makes sense because if I see Karen Allen and Harrison Ford and we put them together, oh, that yeah, kind of sure. equals it equals Natalie Portman, but also the weirdest part also about that is, is that if we go back just a few years you almost wish that Phoebe Waller Bridge was around Waller Bridge was around because she also feels like a product of Harrison Ford and uh Karen Allen put together equals Phoebe Waller Bridge, um, as Helena Jones, right? Like, like you could see it if, if like them just taking Shia LaBeouf out, and I know it's Shia LaBeouf, but I don't care, like the dude is so toxic. Um, you put, <laughs> you put her, it took him out and put her put her in right like it works it makes sense it actually probably makes crystal skull a lot better of a movie um but it's all to say that like you know like phoebe waller bridge is fantastic in this movie like if anything like if you you get anything out of this movie you cannot say that phoebe waller bridge didn't do her job and like is appropriately star star adjacent Right. Yeah. She did. She like we know that Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones and it's his thing. Right. He stands on the platform. But. Like with River, like he found somebody that he felt was his his equal. And he doesn't mind that she's on the same pedestal as he is in this movie because they they work side by side in this movie. It's not like it's not like they're trailing him. It's like he's like when she shows up she's always there or she's like, or my favorite part of it is where she's one step ahead and he thinks the worst of her because yeah. the table has been set for her to be the worst version of it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I and really she like, plays
2: I, into that. Like she totally yeah. plays into it. it it's, it's, it, yeah, the, I think this, everything with him and her, I, I truly, truly enjoy about this movie. I, I, I did have fun with it. I, I think we're basically on the same level yeah. um, as, as far as like, yeah, it, it was fun. I, I think I did tell Spencer after I saw it, I was like, yeah, the the ending, not the very end, but the, the going back in time. I was like, mm-hmm. it didn't like, I get it, but it doesn't fully work for me. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do appreciate the fact that like this brilliant, mathematician created a time travel device that only goes to one place (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) only goes to one place regardless Uh,
2: (laughs) because it's just like uh you were always like you always came here like uh, you know that's that's the destiny like uh, it was you know and i i know some people had a problem with the like oh Indy wants to stay there and you know we just get a punch and then immediately we're back and, and but like I I'd like I would rather that than see some convoluted bullshit about how they get back you know like them yes. scrambling to get on the plane it is weird that there's a pilot in this movie in the back of the kid's plane who just shows up out of nowhere and then yeah. is never referenced again but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so the, the last question I have is not directly related to the, the movie specifically. In a world where this movie was not being worked on for the last few years, in a world where this movie started filming, like, late last year, we're getting the reunion, Right. There's no way after Kiway Kwan fucking oh, yeah. explodes that they're not... Somebody's not like, hey, uh, you know we got to find a way to put him in this movie, right? <laughs> like, even if we yeah. got to start from square one, because now it's all anybody wants.
0: Well, okay, so I already know what happens. Like, if they didn't spend $350 million on this movie, like, midway through production they stop they repurpose tangiers to hong kong yeah in the 60s and we get the enter the dragon slash um uh rickshaw kind of scene with like short uh, with short round as an adult but being more like indie than even indie was and it, it's gonna make us cry because like like from beginning to end it's like even now I'm getting all choked up about it because it's like that 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 relationship is so wholesome. And it's the like it's the thing that's missing. If they're gonna do anything, if they're gonna make a sixth movie, it's because Harrison Ford loves Quan so much, and Keekwon loves loves Harrison so much that they want to collab together one last time. And yeah. we get the reunion we really wanted. Like Marion, like it works because it's the dialogue because it's the thing that we kind of wanted. Yeah. Like, like, and even then it, like, I'm like, you know me, I'm like, I sniff crassness out. Like there's no, but there's no tomorrow. And I don't like it at all. Like, I don't like when you crassly do stuff, but this was kind of earned because it's 40 years of relationship, right? 40 years in our head of like Karen Allen being the perfect. It's almost like they tried to make them a bond. A Bond character with the Jones girls, but everybody loves Karen Allen so much. We all fell in love with like. There's a certain section of men. It's a very
2: troubling relationship with her. Yes, but like you know, if you get into it, it's very disturbing. Well,
0: <laughs> oh, and, and if you if you read if you read the interviews or the uh-huh. the, the notes, mm. and you hear about what the relationship was and how, I mean. The line, how, how do you
2: let something like that ever come out? <laughs> I was like, hey, man, we got to delete those notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like,
0: and and like, 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 yeah, we got to delete those notes and those and those papers. But they they this was Harrison involved with them. That's the crazy part. But nobody for everybody forgets the line. I was a child. I was in yeah. love. It was wrong. And you knew it, it was the basis of all of those conversations. And when you think about that line and then you realize who Indy was and what he did, it's like, oh man, that is some fucked up shit that, that Spielberg yeah. and
2: Lucas, Spielberg
0: and Lucas create. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: like, with I those, don't know. We're just going to have him, you know, be in a relationship with a 15 year old. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, it's like, okay. Um, uh. but, but like the whole thing of like, like as a kid watching this, we didn't know, but yeah. we like, but it's like, like for me, Raiders was like the first thing that I got a taste of romanticism in adventure movies. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that the relationship is right. But what I am saying is that for a certain sector of us, we grew up with like, oh, in love with Mary, with with Ravenwood it, and nobody else. Willie Scott, I mean, the Nazi girl, Ilsa, yeah. the Nazi woman.
2: Um, it There's nobody never... in Last Crusade, right? Yeah, no, it's Ilsa. Ilsa the you know no, she, yeah, sleeps yeah, with, yeah, yeah, she sleeps with yeah, both yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of them, yeah. Yes. Um, I was I was thinking of what's her name in uh uh uh, uh, uh the fourth one. Um
0: Oh, uh uh Kate, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the Russian uh, the, the Russian um psychic. The, yeah. the, the, the Russian psychic that ends up getting melted. Um, just like all the Nazis in, in, in the in Raiders. But um, I don't know, like it's it's weird because I almost think like if this movie was a success, we all we would be getting an indie six with Keekwon. Like I honestly think, like even now, I almost think that there is a there is a like there is a thought of like how can we expand this universe because this was included in the Lucasfilm package. So they have it. And I would not be surprised if.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, will they just let it sit on a shelf? I don't. I no, don't think so. No. Know.
0: And at this point, you could like you could literally do like if you wanted to be bold, if you really wanted to be bold, you could get the Daniels and have them hook back up with Kiquan and go. Let's make a short, the adventures of short round, where we get Harrison yeah. Ford. And you guys can do whatever you want. And, he's open the, for doing TV now. Yeah, he is. And let's go ahead and do a wild ass TV series that's set in Hong Kong, uh, or that starts in Hong Kong and goes all around the world and globe trots with with Short Round as an adult, where he's having to help Indy, so, like you know, get him another MacGuffin, whatever the MacGuffin is, right? Yeah. Um, and. Uh, and you just have him go along and like you have Indy go along with Shorty, but this way it's the dynamic has changed because, because Indy is an old man now. I mean, even though he can still kick ass, you have him go on an adventure with Short Round, um, and you basically make the best TV show adventure father-son movie. Because then it becomes the last crusade. Because, like, yeah. let's be all honest, like Like, um, So like when I watched (laughs) When I watched Temple of Doom I literally got choked up When there's the moment Where they hug after India's Like you know been Like you know re De-cultized And like they hug each other It's a moment that you go damn Like that's a hard moment Like that's a beautiful hard moment Where they hug each other and you know that that's Like that's the stupid part right Is that when I watched Crystal Skull, even back in the day, I was like, you know, it doesn't matter that he had a, like, he did, like, fucking Shia LaBeouf is not his son. Like, we know who his son is. Why aren't we talking? Why isn't Short Round in this fucking movie? Like, that's his son. That's yeah. the, like, he saved this kid from the Manchurian invasion. If you don't know, if you don't know the, the storyline about, like, what happened in China when the Japanese invaded... You really should read about that and the harrowingness of it, and him saving this kid, this pickpocket kid, says a lot about them and that time. And all of a sudden,
2: he's just not around. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. It's right? really yeah. weird that did it just, you know, uh, it 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 would be nice to have that moment. Um, you know, it, yeah, I, I I'm with you. There, there's no world where if this movie wasn't, like, pretty finished by the time everybody's like, oh, shit, Short Round is back. Like, Kiway kwon Kwan, man, when Oscar went in, like, just killing it, this, you know, he's on fire right now. There's no yeah. world where they don't stop production and be like, okay, we, we've got a rewrite coming in. Uh, we've got him signed. Like, we're gonna figure something out. And honestly, I... I would have loved a moment where uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character is giving Indy shit and are calling him Indy, and he's like, hey, you call him Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Like, like I would have fucking died. Like, yeah, it it is, it's going to be truly, truly regretful that the world has rediscovered what an amazing talent this this guy is and we're not going to get to see any kind of revisit to to those roles i mean mm-hmm. maybe it's for the better i don't know but like this uh, like indy and goonies like made him like just such a fixture of our childhood that like i mean it, it was one of those things right like where as you're growing up you're just like what happened to short round man what happened to data like what happened like he's really really fun and funny and charming in those movies and like it it just didn't pan out and now like all these decades later it's like oh shit this dude is legit phenomenal and everybody slept on him for decades And I, I, you know, I would love to see them revisit both of those performances, but, uh, or roles. Um, but yeah, I I mean, who knows if we'll get it. Um, yeah, I, I, I I hope that Indy gets, has a little bit more legs than something like The Flash. Um, I I saw it two, a little over two weeks into its run, Mm-hmm. And I went to the IMAX in Chattanooga, or the LIMAX in Chattanooga, mm. and I mean, it was about half full, so, yeah. you know, that that's not terrible, but I also know that they, they wanted it to do gangbusters, and it hasn't done gangbusters, and that it's unfortunate, because I definitely think it deserves a better box office than it's gotten. Flash maybe doesn't, even though... Flash is a fine. Like I had a good time with it, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, is there any part of you that is sad that the Flash completely crashed and burned?
0: Um, the only reason why is because of the, the yeah and the Batman Beyond thing that they were yeah. talking about. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Which I mean, who do, who do you believe there? Like, um, because. Uslan says, no, that was never happening. Yeah. But Kevin Smith's like, I talked to your son and he told me that's what you were working on.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, I I believe I believe Kevin Smith. Like to be perfectly honest, I believe Kevin Smith because anytime he's ever done that and he's ever dropped a a bomb of knowledge,
2: everybody Years later it it comes out. Comes out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like, I always believe Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith is incapable of not being transparent yep. about these things. He like, does he not just...
2: keep his mouth shut, man.
0: No. It's the reason why, like, it's the reason why Ben Affleck and him have had such a weird mm. friendship is because he keeps on talking about shit that Affleck right. tells him that Affleck yeah. knows is shouldn't Are be the out there. the
2: antics he gets, to, gets up to him, like, telling mm-hmm. stories about, yeah, like, Ben Affleck used to, like, you know, drop his pants and put his balls on my neck, and, like, just juvenile shit like that, it's like, hey, man, like, you can't tell stories like that. Like, should Ben Affleck be doing stuff like that? No. No. But, (laughs) like, you... (sighs) Like you, you, you're you you can not tell people that and be like, oh, isn't that funny? He's like, I'm trying to win an Oscar here, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm dropping nut sacks on your neck. Yeah, well, I that mean, that never like, happened, but it did.
2: <laughs> you know, it, it, it's uh, you know,
0: like if if Apple ever decides to try to become senator, he never will. Yeah. But you know why? Because fucking Kevin. Smith Somebody's gonna it.
2: interview Kevin Smith, and it, it's gonna it's a foot in mouth. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like I, I totally like, come on, man. Like we're talking about Warner Brothers, a studio that is grasping at fucking straws. If yep. that movie, if Flash had been a success, they would have been like, well, we can't really hitch our wagon to this kid right now because like people are so like eh, about him. But everybody liked Michael Keaton. This movie made a shit ton of money. Like, let's go with Michael Keaton. We're gonna do that, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Flash, which you uh, by probably the end of this week, you'll be able to stream on HBO Max or yep. Max, or the one to watch or whatever the fuck it's called now. David yep. Zaslov can eat a pile of shit, man. Yes. Fuck Seriously. that, dude. <laughs> Like seriously, dude. I know we started this podcast damn near a year ago talking about fucking David Zaslav, but Jesus, man. Like, I I don't know if I've ever like. First of all, it's a problem to me, at least, that I know ahead of a studio's name so fucking well. Like, yes. if you ask me who was heading up Sony right now. I'd seriously have to think about it, and I'd probably still get it wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, like I constantly think it's still Amy Pastel, which is yeah. No, I no, mean, no. She, 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 she got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, she got kicked out. The, the email shit, like, you know, yeah, bye-bye, Amy. Um but you're right like it turned like, out to be the absolute best thing for her career. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, she's still she's still riding the, uh, the the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man gravy train um because, you know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, the summer, you know.
2: But Disney's a to, little different because Disney is such an a brand in and of itself. Yes. But, like, the fact that I know who the fuck David Zaslov is, is troublesome, man. Yep. <laughs> like, and I'm so, like, I, I just, I I hate thinking that I, I need all of this to crash and burn. Because Warner Brothers itself, just the studio, has so much, like, History and potential, and, and and maybe there's somebody out there who can wrestle that away and do something with it. Mm-hmm. But like this dude, I, I don't know, man. Like when Spielberg and who who was it? Spielberg, Scorsese,
0: uh, and Scor- PTA.
2: Yeah, have to fucking step in and be like, hey, bro, no. Like yeah. this. This is history, man. Like you have to do something to preserve this. You cannot destroy this. Like, th- th- yeah, that that that's, it's a problem. A- and he still just seems indifferent to it. You know. Realistically, yeah. Like that's the wild thing is that he's like,
0: okay, whatever. I'm gonna fuck shit up. I'm gonna continue on with this this whole thing and sell it and. You know, it's going to be great, and people are going to love me. And it's like, here, the thing that I find wild is that this guy is just continuing on. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, literally, like, him,
2: and then, like, recently with the Iger stuff, like, I'm like, y'all Iger really just off. doesn't need to, like, we all know that y'all feel this way as studio heads. We all know that. We all know yeah. that you're money-grubbing pieces of shit. Yeah, the, you, why why are you going to get on on a uh, interview and then just own up to that you know like mm-hmm. I, it, it's baffling to me like yeah you know. anyway um so i i say that to say this uh so there's a new show on Max called My Adventures with Superman and it's really good <laughs> Really? Okay. Uh, I I don't like anime. Yeah. I, and it's not like, I it's, I shouldn't say I don't like. Anime's not my thing. Like, it takes a certain kind of anime. Like, I did Cowboy Bebop. I was a Dragon Ball Z fan for a little while. Like, mm-hmm. it, it it's it's a certain thing. Like, most anime, I'm just like, yeah, no, it's not for me. Like, I, I can appreciate that people love it and and it's more popular now than it's ever been great most of it not for me uh i would have very much said an anime superman series not going to be my thing <laughs> i watched the first episode um it's really fucking good
0: <laughs> okay cuz i was not going to i was not going to like even like deal with it because I just, I I'm very tired of Warner Brothers Animation. Like I, other yeah. than Gremlins, other than Gremlins, which I, I I really liked, and I can't wait for the second season in the fall. Um, I was done with it. I mean, especially because of fucking. I mean, like Velma was terrible. Like I don't even know why you oh, did a second. Season. another
2: season. They I had to have me. already. They had it, to uh, have it right. Yes, they and had to have like, it done. We well, we invested this. The strike is going on. We we got we need some content. Let's just burn this shit off. <laughs> yep.
0: No, absolutely,
2: absolutely. Um.
0: So with the that Superman, in mind,
2: it's the Superman I've been missing, man. Oh man. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm gonna have to watch it. Um, he's not even I, Superman, in, I mean he is, but he's mm-hmm. not really Superman in the first episode. Like oh, it's very so much in. Like an origin thing. There's a few things where I'm like, like, there's no sign of mine, Podkin. Like, there's a lot of him questioning to himself, like, who am I? What am I? Like, why do I have these powers? Which is a little strange. Yeah. But, like, I'm rolling with it. Doesn't matter. The fucking Lois Lane portrayal is fantastic. And that's great. It's her as a cub reporter. Uh huh. So like and, and it, it's so it, it it's so they're they're cub reporters, and Jimmy is like a, a, a like right along with them, and they're just supposed to do shit, like go get coffee and like, uh. but the Lois is so gung ho, Lois, you know, she's just trying to take on the world, and the first episode. Is total throwback to the Fleischer stuff They're fighting giant robots Oh, that's
1: awesome Oh, man, okay Like,
2: it's so fun That I was just like Oh, fuck, man, they got me I was not gonna give it a chance Because, again, anime Mm -hmm. Frustration with Warner Brothers Just like you I was like, this is not gonna be for me I'm not gonna love it But immediately I, I was just like, this is So nice. It's just nice. It's not angsty. It's not edgy. It's not any kind of like just. It's just I I sound like somebody I don't want to sound like. It's just wholesome. It's (laughs) just Uh, okay. like, you know, there's there's plenty of room for the Harley Quinn shit. There's plenty of room for that in the world. We're not getting anything like this And to now have something like this I really hope people Tune into it Because I, I greatly enjoyed The first episode I think you'll really dig it <laughs> The Jimmy Olsen shit is fucking Funny man Oh
0: god okay that's good That's a good sign When you can when you can make Jimmy Olsen fun Like then you've got something You've definitely have got <laughs> something special
2: Okay. He right. he just runs he thinks everything is like not a conspiracy but like it's always like some crazy thing like there's never like just a simple explanation like so the robot thing like mm-hmm. lois is lois is adamant she's like yeah, like somebody's gotten a hold of Like this military technology And is using these giant robots And Jimmy just has like Oh it must be like the Mole Man from Saturn Or like, just oh, shit. like Every five That's minutes funny. He has like this new theory And she's like no I'm telling you It's just some people that stole some robots <laughs> Oh damn um, dude it, It's really really cute I, I think you'll dig it Uh, Hopefully okay. you can uh, There's three episodes up now there might be mm-hmm. four. I, I I can't remember if it airs. I think it airs Friday. So there'll probably be four by the time we talk uh, again. Um, okay. So yeah, if you get a chance, uh oh, I'm to definitely... watch it, I, I I think you'll really really like it. I, I I dig the animation style. It is it is very much anime, but it is uh, more in the. Uh, I don't want to say Miyazaki style stuff or or like but it feels more complete i I don't know how to describe it because i'm not entrenched in anime but to me a lot of anime stuff feels very like jarring (laughs) like yeah it's it's just so like quick and not not very fluid you know whereas like uh the miyazaki stuff when you watch uh it has a more more fluidity, like Yeah, it has a Disney quality to it. Yeah, like a yeah. refined
0: a refined beauty that a lot of other animation doesn't have, like a front, like there's a lot of jauntiness in anime. Like it's very severely edited, but that's what people love about it. Yeah. Um Miyazaki is a little bit more like of the Disney mold of like let's beautifully put this together. And I kinda like that. It's almost like a throwback to the the to the Fleischer stuff, it sounds yeah. like yeah like like, but just done in a little bit more of a modern like you know, um anime style of of execution, which hey, you know what? like that's kind of beautiful. That's like i'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check it out now that you've told me about it and you've kind of you've kind of done the qC on it, like you know you 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 tested it out and that definitely sounds like the stuff that I love about Superman. like I don't like. I mean, you know, and I don't know if I've ever said this, but I mean, that it, it probably goes without saying is that I'm not, I'm not like a Superman punching buildings, dude. Like, I don't feel like that's my Superman. But then again, like, I mean, we've had a, this conversation before. With me, I grew up with the '78 Superman, thinking that that's what Superman did.
2: It wasn't that, dude. The first you know? fucking thing he does in this is uh, oh, okay. So it, it starts with. <laughs> His kite, he's a kid. His kite is stuck in a tree Uh and he can't figure out how to get it out. And then a car spins out of control and he has to rescue somebody. Oh, yeah. But there's a moment. It jumps to him being an adult. He's got the job at the Daily Planet. He's getting Mm -hmm. ready. He And his whole mantra is like, just be a normal guy. Because he keeps breaking things like his (laughs) alarm goes off and he hits in his his alarm and smashes it like he opens the door and like pulls the fucking door handle off like it's it's just shit like that and he's like just be normal just be normal just be normal and as he's walking to work he sees a cat stuck in a tree oh shit okay and he has to rescue the cat and it's just like so he rescues the cat and he He's like, all right, being normal starting now. <laughs> Just be normal. <laughs> like, uh, it's so sweet, which is weird to say, but it is that kind of Superman. I think you'll really dig it. Um uh, okay, yeah. I'm definitely important to so, this. Anything you wanna hit before we, we have to jump out? So it's
1: Um uh,
2: uh, Secret Invasion? <laughs> That's a big
0: conversation,
2: bro. That's yeah. like that's
0: actually that's next. I mean, and plus, I have not watched the next episode yet.
2: Um, I, I was gonna say, um, so we have episode four just aired. I'm discussing it on the Marvel Fanfare podcast with Elizabeth. Okay. So, it I like we're I won't say getting into deep discussion, but we're we're bouncing it back and forth. I, I think this is gonna be a show, like it like the discussion probably isn't going to be really worth having until we know. Yeah.
0: Where it Ultimately that's where I'm kind of landing because there's so much, like I've watched three. There's a couple of things mm-hmm. that kind of like that I'd love to talk to you about and all dealing with, I mean, it really is, it really is a Nick Fury show because mm-hmm. we're learning shit about Nick Fury that we did not know, but we asked. should have been
2: the Fury show we got
0: eight years ago exactly that's exactly what my thought process is because there's a lot of stuff that it's like huh what are you fucking joking especially the way that's um episode two ends yeah and the fact that we didn't we're getting that in a tv series that's kind of about nick fury um yeah i don't know man like it's it's very weird it's a very weird show um i mean like I definitely I feel like maybe we should wait until the end of the show so that we know the full breadth of it because like yeah man like I mean if we had the conversation right now I'm not sure if it would be a good discussion for me
2: because yeah. I I'm, I totally get that yeah
0: yeah um but I'm giving this a, a lot of leash because me
2: too. Me
0: I too. love I love I love Mendelssohn. I love um, I, lo- I I love Mendelssohn and I love Sam Jackson and I love them together. And when they are, are together, as Talos and and Fury,
2: that scene in it, the first episode where they're interrogating that dude is a lot yeah, of
0: fucking fun, man. It is, and it's it's good cop bad cop in a way that I've never
2: seen before.
0: Um, that I kind of fucking love, but we're not getting that right now. Um, Olivia Coleman, I fucking adore. I love Olivia Coleman, but you're not giving me Olivia, like you're giving me moments of Olivia Coleman. Um, and the villain problem continues to be a villain problem. And I'm not a big fan of of who they chose, like right now, of who they chose as the villain. I don't think he has a presence that can tower over Mendelssohn and Jackson. Like when you have I, titans like I that, I agree
2: with that. I think he's a very good actor, and he's yes. doing good work. But he is not, yeah. It, like you put him in a room with those two guys, and it's just like, come on, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even believe that he can he can tower over Olivia Coleman. Like if yeah. he if he has a moment with Olivia Coleman, it's just going to be like, I mean, like. She comes in like there there's that moment where she comes into the interrogation room and she fucking owns it. And oh, I'm that's like
2: so good, man. It's yeah, that's
0: a great thing. Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't like if we're gonna do a spy show, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing this with Jackson and, and Mendelssohn doing their thing? Um, why aren't we having this? Why is why are the scroll stuff why is the scroll stuff such a big part of this when You've gotten a a guy who's a good actor, but he is not the megaton gravitas that I want from a guy like this in this situation. You need a leader that literally you look at and you go like, you know, in the moments that he's like talking to his people that it's like, oh, I see why they're following him. Fuck all this other stuff. It just doesn't make sense. Like, and then to like, like spoilers guys to get rid of Maria Hill in the way that they did as a, just a, a, like just an exclamation point to end, like to end a pilot, like a a pilot episode. I'm like, why are you getting rid of
2: a person that you could use in action scenes? Like, because. Because they asked her to come back and she said, only if you kill my character off. Yeah.
0: Which I'm like, okay, so Marvel has an actor problem. Yeah. If they can't come, if they don't want to come back and go through your bullshit, I'm sorry, but I mean, I don't yeah.
2: know. It's like I mean, I don't know that she said that, but it very much feels like that that's what that's, happened. Yeah, um, and then it's and then like again, I'm tired of you calling me to come film one fucking scene for one movie. Like you're not doing anything with my character. I was in on this. Like I was, I was down for all of it, and I feel like I, I've just been left by the wayside. So, yeah. know I'd rather be done with it.
0: I, 100%. And then but then you have you have Amelia Clark who feels like she's stranded. Yeah, like, like I how do you how do you take the mother of dragons and put her into a role that feels like the most boringest thing in the whole fucking world? Yeah, she's like, not
2: even, she's not
0: that compelling, man. No, but I mean, here's the thing is that I'm one of the few people that I could say that um gionysus or Dionysus or whatever the fuck that that Predator or the <laughs> Predator movie the Terminator movie was oh yeah, yeah. she's the most compelling part of that she, like she can
2: do this I what didn't they're... see it but I did see her in uh she did this romantic comedy called yes uh, last last Christmas last Christmas she, I mean she's great she was yeah. fun and funny and uh, emotional and I'm like she can do it. It's not just Game of Thrones that was able to utilize her. She is a good actress. And it's just like, I don't know. You're Talos' daughter? Like, just, you know, whose side are you on? We don't know. Yeah. And it, it's not like they're coyly playing at, like, what her two intentions are. It very much feels like they just don't fucking know. <laughs> like no, they don't. Like,
0: they haven't figured it out. Like, they're writing the scripts as they, as yeah. they produce them. I'm like... And there's this tone of like, and it's not purposefully vague. Like, so you brought up Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, right? Yeah. This is literally supposed to be Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, mm-hmm. but an action version of it. And it doesn't but, even feel like, oh, yeah, God.
2: Parts of it work, and but it, it's very 50 50. Like, yeah. it's like sometimes it, when it's firing, it's like, oh, wait, yo, this is pretty good. And then five minutes later, it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm um,
0: like, okay. Yeah. I, so ultimately, it's one of those things where I'm like, where I was instantly drawn into Loki, and I was instantly drawn into WandaVision. It feels more like uh, Cap and Winter Soldier, where I really want it to work.
2: Yeah, and, but and it's, it's not just working. Not working. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm not hating it, but I'm just yeah. not tr- like truly, truly enjoying it. Um, no. And, and like Iger saying what he said about the like the uh, diluted Marvel stuff, and like you know, I get what he was trying to say. But like, here's the thing: like, I I enjoy. I I mean, my enjoyment of She Hulk has nothing to do with me not being fully invested in something like Quantum Mania, which I did enjoy. Yeah. But like. I was having fun with She-Hulk. Quantumania is like, oh yeah, that was all right. And I yeah. might not ever watch it again. You it's know? True.
0: It, it, like, that's the thing, is that it's
2: like, okay,
0: the stuff that I've liked about Marvel TV, and this is this is this is the thing that I feel like Marvel TV should be a lab where you cook shit up and you try stuff and you mm-hmm. see what sticks and what doesn't. Like it's beautiful when it works because it's stuff like She-Hulk. Loki and WandaVision, all of three films, all three TV series feel wildly experimental, right? Like yeah. they
2: they 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 work uh, in were- the combined... Werewolf by Night.
0: Werewolf by night, exactly. Black and white, old school universal horror thing that like is just like I said, it's a lab. Like TV should streaming should be a lab for them where they can develop talent, where they can show off what they can't do in TV or what they can't do in movies which is tell longer stories things that maybe are so wildly original that they don't have space for them um in like like you know when you're making 350 million dollar movies and that's like you know and I'm not just saying that as a like a weird m- number like I, I I've seen the budget numbers. Like yeah.
1: you see the budget
0: numbers. Quantum Media costs three hundred fifty million dollars, and for a movie that is essentially a a, a New Hope ripoff, uh, like a, a Star Wars New Hope ripoff by way of the volume, that's a lot of fucking money to spend mm-hmm. on on a movie that's quaint, that's like kind of like charming in its own way, right? Um, but here we are. That's what they're doing. And I, I don't get the She-Hulk thing because it's, like, it's such an original, such a fun show that it doesn't dilute the Marvel brand. It dilutes the Marvel brand because Marvel bros, not not Marvel fans, but Marvel bros are like, why is she wearing a bikini? Why is she doing this? God, she's so stupid. And they're yeah, the loudest Yeah, mad because she's
2: dancing with Meg Thee Stallion. You know I mean? Yeah. Just dumb shit. I'm like... Well, I enjoyed that. I watched every episode multiple times. <laughs> like, exactly. I, I don't. It,
0: Tim Roth know. is great in that fucking in that in that yeah. TV series. Like, give me that kind of stuff. Like, why are we
2: talking? Ab- why are we talking about this like it's an issue? Like, and again, because Quantum Mania didn't light up the box office, and Secret Invasion isn't doing gangbusters. And but I mean, you know. I, You know, Guardians made a shit ton of money, man. Like... Yeah. So, it's not about... It's not about quantity. I mean, to a degree it is. But it is about quality, you know? Like... No, absolutely. Make a quality product. Like... Yeah. If if anything, it's not the dilution of the brand because uh, you're just putting too much out. It's because... You've, you've stretched yourself thin And you only have one Kevin Feige And you know So maybe his head isn't where it should be Um, Yeah I, I don't know We'll see uh, We're headed into some tumultuous uh, creative time So oh, no, we really <laughs> who knows are. what's um, coming next um,
0: And I'm fairly certain So like I'm fairly certain that Everything's going to get delayed.
2: Like oh, we're yeah. we're we're like I mean we're they pushed to... by by the end of summer they will have pushed again. Like everything yep. is going to get pushed again. Um, yep. I, I yeah. It, and I mean let let it go. Let like it, strike. Stay on strike until you absolutely get. I mean if it means we don't get the shit that we want, then. As fans, like, I'm okay with it, man. Like, yeah. I, I'm just okay with it. Like, this shit no, I am has for, to stop. No, know? it
0: absolutely does. Like, even if it means that I don't... I, like, they start pulling... Like, so, the big, like, the big thing that I've been thinking about is... I feel like Ahsoka's gonna get pulled. I feel like <sighs> it's gonna get pulled be, because... Hmm. Well, they can't... Like, no one is going to promote it. Who? Dave Filoni? Like you can't you can't open a Star Wars thing without having it star its main star rosario Rosario Dawson, who is a like if there's anybody who is like wild like who's like a rebel, it's fucking yeah. Rosario Dawson I mean yeah. if you know her early life and you know her 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 protest life, you know that she is fucking like oh we're on strike her, oh we're on her whole strike. career
2: is somebody told me I couldn't <laughs> like yes, literally her whole career. <laughs> Is like, oh, wait, you're telling me I shouldn't do this or I couldn't do that? Fuck you, watch me. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's how she gets involved in shit where it's like, why is Rosario Dawson in this? Like, (laughs) probably because somebody told her she probably shouldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, like the whole thing
0: of her being Ahsoka came from a fan art, a piece of fan art. Like, literally, her and Dave hooked up because. She literally saw the thing that somebody said. You know, Rosario Dawson needs to be Ahsoka, and then we're she was like, so "You know
2: what?" so close to the, the premiere, man. Like, I, I, I know, feel like that would month. be that would be like shooting themselves in the foot. Like, even if they can't, like, pr- which, which I mean, you know, I I don't know. It, it is twofold. I I would kind of sort of get it. I I feel like we're actually. Maybe about six months away from Warner Brothers going like, so how do we uncancel the Batgirl movie? <laughs> yes.
0: How do we not? How do we not take the loss that we took already on yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, are we gonna? How, have how to do, pay how do a bunch we
2: reverse that? Because <laughs> yep. we don't have anything, and yeah. we kind of need something. Um... Because yep.
0: <laughs> I mean. Like, it's it's a very weird time, but at the same time, like, I'm literally at a point where I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm like, you know, actors are talking, actors and writers are asking people to cancel their subscriptions. And you know what? I'm halfway there. Like, if it goes on another month, I'm going to just go, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what they say. I'm going to cancel my subscriptions because why do I want these fuckers making money off of me? Like, why yeah. do I want the studios? Why do I want Netflix, Disney, and all the rest of them to make money off of me? Why not yeah. just cancel it? I have enough physical media that I can catch up on. I mean, my I, wife would probably I, stab me in the
2: heart. Um, but I yeah. just uh, So my my DVDs and Blu-rays have been in storage uh-huh. for years. And this weekend, I, I went to my storage unit just because I hadn't had a place for them. Um, yeah. I went to my storage unit and got all of my DVDs and Blu-ray stuff out. And oh, nice. They're now sitting in boxes in my new living room. So, uh, physical media is very much about to be a thing for me again. Yeah. So, I, I there'll probably still be a few streaming services, but I don't know if the content does start to dry up. Peacock might be the only one that still gets my money, because mm-hmm. Peacock has my like my current like truly go-to comfort shows. Uh, maybe Peacock and Hulu because they're like I do watch a lot of Fox like Bob's Burgers and stuff like that as like, you know, comfort shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my my Hulu's bundled with Spotify. So I, I don't I really don't even pay for Hulu. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so, oh, speaking of Peacock and we, we can end with this, I. Did you watch any of based on a true story?
0: No, no, it's, it's in the queue, but
2: really good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, that one's definitely something that I've been looking forward to, um, because I like both Chris Messina and Kaylee Cuco. I mean, well, I mean, it's been, it's been very much so like, like over the last year. Um, I mean, everybody should know that I, I really like Kaylee Cuco and her,
2: her work. So, um, you know, it
0: I, should be no surprise I really like what
2: she's she's doing. Like it's nice that I didn't watch, was it the flight attendant? I didn't watch Yeah, that. the Flight Attendant is wild. Like it's it's a fun show, but it's definitely
0: wild and she's definitely great in it. Um it, it like I would definitely say like that's a that's a fun, quick uh watch. Um yeah, I, and it goes I think, places that you can't dig.
2: imagine. I think you'll dig based on the true story. So. Okay. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Um, I am looking forward to that. So, um, we'll be back. We'll definitely be back soon. It's not going to be another three-week break. Um, uh, hopefully, sometime before we talk, I will get a chance to go see Mission Impossible. Um, yes. I I I really wanted to get to it this weekend, but I, I was like, I, I can go see Mission Impossible, or I can... Make this one trip to to grab essentially what was the last of all of my stuff down in Columbus that I wanted to bring up here, and I elected to just go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, Life always, like you know what, it's always like that kind of stuff. You like, I'm
0: glad that you chose that, like because it's like better to get this shit done with than have yeah. to deal with it another weekend. Yeah, you know,
2: like so like better to off, get that off, off your and, mind. Yeah, just be like. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, I still, you know, um, there's there's still a few things I'd like to grab, um, uh, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. well, we'll see. Uh, I I wish I could bring all of Ryan's movies. That I don't know what this is going to mean for my column because I don't have access to Ryan's movies like readily. I might just have to mm-hmm. ra- raid the the collection when I go down and just you know, want take some... a couple
0: here, a couple, yeah. here a couple here,
2: couple yeah. here, couple there. Mm-hmm. So um but hopefully that'll be back in I know I've got two in the can but hopefully mm-hmm. uh this week I'll I can start writing again um and we can start uh <laughs> start putting them up again. <laughs>
0: no, absolutely. That's why I have the the one in the bag that I have. So um you know, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Like whenever you whenever you get ready to do it, we'll go. You know this. Like yeah. you know that it, you know that the site is is always been more about like you know let's do this passionately than let's get numbers because yeah. the numbers are there for me like it doesn't matter um you know like I like u- ultimately I don't like I'm not a um I'm not a dude you know that I'm not a guy that cares about that kind of stuff like I'd rather have it be right than wrong right yeah so. Um yeah dude like I'm super excited to see where you're going to go um with the column I mean I've already read the other column I already read the next column so I know what's going on but I'd like to see what happens next after that so but again um you know it's all about you know it's all about what's what's right for us and yeah. you know just right now like life is in the way um it just has to wait and you know what I mean you've been writing so like i don't think that like people realize that like you know we have like like close to 40 40 articles on the on the site yeah. um that are this that are this this column and it's like jesus you you run the gamut of like so many different movies in so many different contexts that you know it's okay to take a little bit of a break and re and readjust and move forward after after the big move is done and after you've settled in and you know truly what your how you want to re re re-approach this stuff. So yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready for it whenever it's happening. Uh um, yeah. so yeah, no, no, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So, All right.
2: So yeah, uh, everything else that I'm doing is over on xwingfiles.com as always. Um and Adam of course has the movie aisle, which uh yeah, I I know I tell you this every time, but like you post stuff and I'm just like i've never heard of this <laughs> what is this <laughs> are, now i just talk- want to watch this
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about the like uh, the um like i know the big one for me recently was McBain, uh yeah. the, the christopher walken vietnam movie yeah. with the dead like all of these dudes from the 80s that you were like what how did yeah. i not know about this movie yeah
2: <laughs> and, and on, honestly, there's a good chance at some point in my life I have seen it. Yes. But I just. But you just don't, don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how is this a thing? And I don't know what it is. <laughs> McBain, Mick, uh, Mick isn't McBain the character on The Simpsons that's like the yes. Schwarzenegger? Thing? Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> yes absolutely it is um
0: and uh yeah no uh it, it's just kind of wild and great like i'm i'm getting ready to post a. there's a um there is a uh um, uh whatchamacallit um jesus christ uh there's a 4k version of weird science that i'm oh, getting man. ready to like to like post my review of and like,
2: I forgot Talk about a much... problematic fun movie.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Like, I completely forgot how problematic this fucking movie is.
2: Uh, we love John Hughes, but holy shit, man. That dude, like, eh... <laughs> I don't know if he'd have made movies today, man. No, dude, not at all.
0: Especially oh. with the first night with Lisa. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like, there's just some stuff that you're just like, uh yeah no 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 that's not going to work. Um yep. I don't know what the hell but <laughs> it's not going to not work. fly
1: today. Yep. Um right.
0: but it's still a wild fun ride right now. Um I I got a little bit of morose because like it made me like so I I just recently uh did a 4K review of Waterworld and it yeah. instantly made me feel about the same the first time like waterworld for people that don't know because i didn't write it in my review because I, I didn't feel like feeling even sadder than i already felt and crying a little bit about the loss of ryan but like
2: yeah, waterworld for that was that, fu- that was a fun conversation
0: <laughs> yes like if you guys don't know and i don't even know if it's on the internet anymore but there is a an episode of a podcast that this is like where me and Ryan kind of solidified our friendship because of like Waterworld. Like Waterworld is the thing that made me and Ryan friends. And like revisiting Waterworld in 4K, it just made me a little sad because like this was a movie that me and Ryan bonded over. It was our first movie that we bonded over. Um, and yeah, that's <laughs> out. And
2: it was so, he was so contentious about Fury Road. Just, he's like, I, fuck that movie. It was just water world without the water. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and,
0: and you know what? I'm going to say this. Like, like, it's, how can I put this? Like, that's what I loved about Ryan. Is that he, regardless of anything, refused to, to like buckle on things That he did not like or he, yeah. he Felt were he felt were like Like not the Thing like we're not up To his standards of 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 pop culture-ness And you know what You gotta love a dude that does that Like that, that yeah. he. Yep. I mean it, It's just it was such a like And then I got to know Ryan through just The various podcasts and then like Reach out to him online and it it wasn't like he was being contentious for contentious' sake. That's him. That was him. Like, yep. and I like, and the more, the more I got to know him, the more I loved. Like, the more I loved those types of things, and in a I way, mean, he kind of changed me and made me feel like it was okay to be contentious about something that nobody
2: loved. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's. I mean, the, going back to the comments, start the column literally starts with me going like. I don't fucking like the fifth element. <laughs> yes. But my brother loved this movie, and I don't fucking understand why. And, uh, like, I, and I know that I'm in the minority there. I even got to a conversation with a uh, a woman at work the other day because uh, she's like, it's my favorite movie. I was like, why? Why? She's like, why do you not like it? I'm like... I I just don't think it's very good. (laughs) Like, it looks great. Like, the performances are okay. I was like, but it's a mess of a movie, man. And, and like, and not even to get into the whole, like, he cribbed a lot of shit from a lot of places, um, which I know everybody does, but it seems super obvious to me. Um, But, yeah, you know, he was, like, he could be down on things that you're just, like, how are you? But like, he also, the things he loved, like, you know, he was just always unapologetic about it. No, I like that. You know? Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's just who he was. So yeah, when I saw that Waterworld thing, I was like, I don't know if I can read this review. Cause I know that was like a, a whole conversation with him and Ryan. And I don't know if the, it's going to be part of this review.
0: <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't like, to be perfectly honest with you, brother, like even writing it, it was like, okay, so let write about my history. And then I got to the point where I was like, I really want to write about Ryan. And then I started yeah. and then it was just too much for me because it was like, fuck, man. Like this is our move. This was our movie. Like, like, as much as like as much as Batman 66 is our kind of thing. Yeah. And I I keep on wanting to go back to it and go, let's make this a section, a section of our of our fucking like. Of, but then even that gets t- that gets sad because it was like it was the project that we never got Ryan, we never got Ryan on yeah. like we got like we always circled around and we kept on talking about him and we wanted him on and we didn't get him on because like you know things just things just didn't happen and so it's like there's another thing that's just sad and but it's like that's our thing right like as much as like Batman sixty six is our thing. Ryan and I's thing was the water world was Waterworld, And it was even tough for me to just write about water world. And so I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I was like, man, I, and then I just chose not to because I didn't want to be like, I was already sad and I didn't want to be continue to be sad for like a week afterwards. Just yeah, I mean, even now I'm kind of a little morose about it. Cause I was like, man, fucking water world, man. I'm like, this is a, this is a, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, it like people hate the movie, but man, in that three-hour version of, of Waterworld, the true Kevin Costner cut of Waterworld, man, that fucking movie rocks. In a way that it's, like, it's fun and it's, like, it literally feels like like everything that I know about Ryan, every movie that he's ever liked that I know about, it feels like it's all designed for Ryan's, like, love of, like, like movies and the yeah. wild-ass shit that he loved. Um, so, yeah, yeah um you guys can read my review it doesn't have unfortunately it does not have ryan in it but i feel like it's the spirit of ryan um you know in in the best possible way uh yeah. so yeah so yeah if you want if, if you knew ryan and you know and you're listening to this and you and you hear me talk about it uh yeah you know maybe you want to give it a try you'd probably end up crying just because Ryan was the... Ryan was, like, you know... He was the he was the biggest... I feel like he was the biggest Waterworld stand. And I he mean, made me love yeah. it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he really was. I was. Like, I don't know anybody that would talk about Waterworld. <laughs> except to what? comment on, like... Yeah, what a fucking flop that was. And Ryan's like, I like Waterworld. Like, you know... I mean, he didn't yes. watch it once a month or anything. But, you know, he he watched it. So... Um, anyway, yeah, we'll be back hopefully, uh, in a few days talking about, uh, hopefully Mission Impossible and (laughs) the further fucking collapse of our entertainment. Holy shit, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay. So just as a side note, because I want to talk about it because like, let's talk about something that's both sad, but also very happy. Like I sent you a picture of something that we've been waiting for, for fucking fucking since we were kids and we watched and we were reading comic books but you've heard that they stopped production on on Deadpool, Deadpool yeah. 3 right as we got pictures of the yellow suit and it just feels like that 20th century logo crumbling thing that they're fighting on I'm like yeah. are we going to lose this movie to the strike because they just started filming
2: uh, yeah I don't know I'm man. like
0: I'm like Talk about getting a, a sugar rush high off of that image, and then instantly it collapses. Mm-hmm. Like we we keep on hearing about little things. Like I mean, are, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of excited that that Jen Gardner is coming back as Elektra. Yeah, and whatever, I mean, it's, it's inter- certainly interesting. Yeah, yeah, like it's all this weird stuff. Like, are they going to de-age her? Are they going to are is Affleck going to play? Is Affleck going to play Deadpool or um his his version of, of Daredevil. Of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, are we gonna get a digitally de-aged? Um,
2: uh, you know, both of them. Call, Colin Farrell back as Bullseye. Oh um, my
0: god, could you fucking yeah, imagine uh, if we
2: did? Yeah. Oh. Great. Great. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah. And, and I mean, they they might not pick up filming again for months. So I don't yeah. know if it'll go on that long, but like. Who the fuck knows, man? Yeah, no. Oh. You're right.
0: Who knows? Nobody knows right now, but I did want to just like ask you because, you know, Deadpool and Wolverine like together after two movies where they're circling the whole Hugh Jackman of it all, um it's kind of wild, right? Like but yeah. it's more bar- it but like here's the thing, in true in true weird ass fashion we're getting all of these problems. That are making it almost impossible. For us to actually get that movie.
2: Yep. I, Which I'm it, like. It's like, like. I'm on the cusp of like. Just like Something amazing. And it's just snatched away from me. But I mean. I, I'm truly. Going like. As long as. Like what I said earlier. As long as we get. What's best for. The true creatives Yes like, Whatever needs to happen I'm okay with Like yep. tw- 20 years ago I probably would have felt different I'd probably have been like no fuck all of this Give me the Deadpool movie um, But now I'm just like If it doesn't happen it does happen I mean if this is the end of of the If this is the end of the IP era Then so be it man yep. so.
0: As long as As long as the creatives Behind everything are able to continue on and ai doesn't take over and yeah. the studios use of images become infinitely proprietary i'm all for this like i really am like i will do whatever i need to do to help artists out like that's all there is to it like i'm just gonna be i'm that dude like if i need to cancel subscriptions i'm all for it i don't want i don't want them to have to go through any like they should be protected I don't want AI. I don't care about AI. If you gave me AI, like movies, I would just stop watching those new movies. Like that's literally what would happen. You would, like, I would become a Luddite. I would literally, there's literally, like literally thousands of other movies out there that I have not seen. I've got a, I've got a compiled list of 5,000 movies that are on my watch list from IMDB that I could, like that's 5,000 movies I could start watching three a day for the rest of my life. And I still not even make a good dent into that, that list. That's how many movies out there that I've not seen that have been made from this point backwards that I have on my list. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't affect me. I, I don't care if I don't get any new content because I don't need it. Um, and if that's what it is and I, I just become like this stand for, for artists, I'm going to do it because you know, I don't care about computers. I care about humans and I want artists to do what what they do best, which is create. Like there's no AI machine that could ever create my favorite movie from last year. Everything everywhere and all at once. There's yeah. nothing. There's no machine that can do that. That's only humans. It's the Daniels, right? Um and so like with that, I'm just going to say um we're going to still be here. We're still be talking shit. We're still going to be talking movies. We'll be back next week. And we've got a bunch of other stuff that we haven't even touched. Um, Even if you don't watch the mission impossible movies, there's like a whole deep roster of stuff that we've been watching that we haven't even talked about. Um, Jury duty. I finally got to, because I'm done with my jury duty. (laughs) Holy shit. It deserves all the Emmy nominations. I will say that much. Fucking James Marsden is a genius. Yeah. Um, that entire little movie, that entire show, is like a beautiful, like little discovery. Um Primo is another show that I just
2: watched recently. That I watched I don't the if, first episode. I I couldn't really get into it. Get give it a little bit more. It's yeah.
0: and the Michael Sureness of the show, influence of the show, really seeps into it. You you'll yeah. be surprised. Um okay. But. But there's so much more, guys. There's so much more than just, like, the big poppy stuff because we've been watching other stuff um, that we're going to get into. I mean, shit, we just had a whole discussion about Waterworld that you guys yeah. didn't even expect us to have. Um,
2: but, yeah, uh, we'll yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back and
0: we'll be rocking it.
2: Back soon. Hopefully back on schedule. So we'll see you yeah. guys then
0: and The Hobbit Number 4, Mario Number 5, Weird Al Number 6, Batman Number 7, Call Number 8, The Simpsons Number 9, TV Number 10, every single band that I stole all their MP3s But they really all sold out Say All together if you with me now Nerds ruin everything Nerds ruin everything Say, nerds ruin everything Nerds ruin everything Nerds
1: ruin everything, nerds ruin everything. Nerds ruin everything.